Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Rent Wives Part 1 by Steve Still Looks. Chapter 1 Buzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
Steve shook his head. But it would be nice for you to have a source of money of your own, you know, so you can do some things that you like. Well, I have no job, Amrita mumbled. Right, I see, Steve said. Well, about that, what if there were something you could do to lower the rent that's due for your apartment, just by a little? Oh, husband would keep extra money, Amrita broke in. Well, Steve went on. If the actual rent due to me was the same, you know, the $2,500, maybe you could be in charge of bringing me the envelope each month, and I could find myself taking a few hundred out of the envelope and giving it to you. That goes in your purse. You, you would do that? Amrita beamed. What, what do I do for that? So far so good, Steve thought. Well, he smiled. As you can see, I have no wife, no lady, you, you want to marry? Oh hell no. Steve gasped. At least, not now. No, no, I was thinking about something else. You were thinking. Amrita urged, cripes, Steve thought. She hasn't been around the block many times, has she? I'm gonna have to spell this out a bit for her. Well, actually, I was thinking that maybe we could enjoy each other in private, you know, without clothes. Oh. Amrita's thin eyebrows climbed her forehead. Oh. Husband would kill me. Well, of course we would keep it very quiet. You know, no one would ever know. Just a short time here, then money in your purse. Ah, Amrita stammered. I don't know Mr. Steve, Steve. Never have I done that before, with someone not husband. Of course, Steve calmly smiled at her. Listen, it's up to you, you can say no, I'll just have to keep the rent. You can think about it, you know, let me know. Oh, okay, the startled wife gasped. Please, please don't tell husband. Ha, never, Steve told her. This is just for you, Amrita. Okay, ah, okay, I should go now, Amrita stammered. Steve saw her out the door and returned to his game point two days later, about 6 p.m., Ravi and Amrita's neighbors in the apartments next to them could hear Ravi screaming at his wife again through the walls. I told you you get no more money, Ravi yelled. Your place is here cooking for the kids and me. Not out shopping with your cousins. You think I work hard every evening so you can go shopping? On and on he went. Asshole, Amrita thought, dropping her head at the usual onslaught from her husband. You are an asshole to me. Women should not be prisoners to their husbands these days. Around 8 p.m., Steve's bell rang again. This time he was sitting through an action movie on his streaming service. He hopped up to answer the door. Amrita! He greeted the lady at his door. Hey there! Come on in. He noticed that the married lady had a strained look on her face. Oh, Steve thought. She and Ravi have been at it again, I bet. Steve enjoyed the view of Amrita's swaying stride into his apartment. Like usual, the hourglass form of the lithe beauty was tightly wrapped in a colorful sari and her hair was swishing back and forth in a raised ponytail. Hoop earrings matched the gold bangle she wore. Steve closed the door behind her and accompanied her to the sofa, where they both sat in silence for a minute. You said? Amrita began, pausing as if she wasn't sure how to proceed. You said that I come see you sometimes, and you give me back some money? Well, yeah, sure, but it has to be what you want. I'm not forcing you to do anything, okay? I see. The married woman nodded. How much money, and how many times? Well, we can talk about that, Steve responded. I could take out maybe two or three hundred from the envelope each month. And maybe we could do, let's see, what about two, um, sessions, per week? Four hundreds for me, Amrita urged. And maybe I can do two sessions per week. Maybe one session some weeks. 
Geez, the lady can actually bargain, Steve thought. Well, okay. I guess that would work. Ah. And Rita stuttered, not sure what came next now that an arrangement was agreed upon. What now? You have some time? Steve asked her. Husband is at work, and kids are at my sister's place for a couple of hours. The dark looker smiled sheepishly. Steve went over to his filing cabinet in his office room and returned with the envelope Amrita had given him a couple of days ago. Well, it turns out I still have this. Steve glanced at the woman. He opened the envelope and took out the agreed-upon amount. And this can go in your purse, milady. Sure. Steve handed her the money. Amrita whisked the bills away in her purse. She started to blush hard, realizing what was about to happen. Why don't you come over here? Steve asked her sitting back down on the sofa beside her. Amrita nervously sidled over to sit right up against Steve, then looked up at him expectantly. Steve leaned in and cupped the woman's face in his hands. He gently lowered his lips to hers and firmly planted a kiss that in moments had Amrita melting into him, shyly returning the kiss. Her bangle-laced arms snaked around Steve's neck as she wrapped herself around him, shaking with nervousness. Steve's hands wandered lower, to gently trace and caress the woman's breasts through her silky sari. Kissing her again, he looped a hand up behind the woman's back and started to work the sari open, sliding the loose folds of cloth down the woman's body, exposing her snug white bra. As Steve continued to kiss the woman, he moved to her ears, the side of her neck, and her lips, back and forth slowly. His right hand deftly undid the clasp of her bra, and he slowly pulled the bra down the shy woman's arms, dropping it on the sofa beside them. Amrita let out a nervous giggle. Oh, you do this before, she whispered. Can you sit on top of me here? Steve asked. As Amrita shifted to her feet, Steve slipped the sari to the floor, and just like that, the wife and mother was in nothing but her white panties, which Steve noticed had a nice bit of sexy frilly lace. Amrita straddled Steve and lowered herself to sit on him, facing him and returning her arms to the back of Steve's neck. Steve reached with his right hand to the back of Amrita's head, and, holding her just below her ponytail, pulled her in for some more deep kissing. His left hand gently traced and caressed her breasts, down her stomach, and massaged little circles on her lower belly, just above her pubic bone. Amrita let out little moans as Steve moved to each new zone, enjoying his attempt to ignite the woman's responses. I'll bet her asshole husband just jumps on her, pumps himself into climax and then abandons ship, Steve thought. Amrita's little moans cooed harder in his ear which told him his guess was probably right on. Poor lady never gets her needs looked after. Steve briefly broke their embrace to flip his t-shirt off, then he unclasped his jeans and slid them and his underpants off. He then sat naked on the sofa, noticing Amrita's eyes pop at his cock, which was only at half-mast. He pulled the woman onto him again and they resumed their explorations. Soon, Steve wanted more. Holding Amrita by the waist, he pushed her off a little, so that her knees slid to the carpeted floor and she dropped in front of him. How about with your mouth? Steve asked her. My, my mouth, Amrita stammered. I, I don't do that for husband. I don't really know how, well, try it for me, honey, Steve urged. Like a popsicle or ice cream, you know, gently, with your tongue and mouth. Amrita thought about all the screaming her so-called beloved husband had made a habit of doing to her. All the being treated like shit that had caused resentment to boil over in the woman, leading her to this moment. Take this, asshole, she thought, and lowered her head into Steve's lap. The first feeling of the warm, wet snugness that was Amrita's mouth fired the nerves on Steve's cock as it disappeared into the woman's face. Steve felt the soft tongue and the insides of her cheeks wrap his cock in a hot embrace. Oh yeah. 
Steve gasped. Ah. He moaned as he leaned his head back, gently holding the sides of Emrita's head. Slowly, the woman's ponytail began to bob, as she worked up the spit to lubricate her sucking. Thorp, 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 thorp. The sounds of soft sucking filled the room and Steve just let Ravi's wife take over the pace, finding her own comfort level and rhythm. Thorp, 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 gayak, thorp, thorp, thorp. Holy shit. Steve thought the warm, wet suction pulling him deeper into the woman's face. Who knew? She can do this. Amrita was surprised to feel a little proud that she had tried this, and had this man, stronger than herself, helpless before her, with his manhood between her teeth. She had felt a power and control that she had never felt in her marriage. She was laying Steve low with pleasure, and she could take him into her mouth and make him whimper in joy. Thorp, thorp, thorp. She started to pump her head faster, not yet daring to deep throat. She didn't yet have the experience to risk puking all over her landlord. Thorp, thorp, thorp. The warm, tight wetness sliding around Steve's cock was driving him into a crescendo. The sight of the dark ponytail bouncing over his lap, and the married woman's pert lips forming a vacuum seal around his shaft was becoming too much for him. He felt the telltale burn in his loins, and it quickly became stronger. H. Honey. Steve was the one shyly stammering now. I'm, I'm gonna let go in a second. Can you, can you keep going? Don't stop. I'm gonna let go in your mouth, okay, honey? I want to let go in your mouth, thorp, thorp, thorp. Amrita nodded through her increasingly frantic bobbing. Take this, you asshole, she thought, thinking of her husband now at his job. I'm going to take this man's semen into my body. I never do that for you. Steve felt the heat rushing up through his lower body. Ha ha yeah, he yelled, clutching Amrita's head in his hands, holding her in place as he pulsed a thick load of semen up into the wife and mother's head. Ha yeah, shot after shot filled the woman's face as she cinched her back up to avoid gagging and dropping the hot load that was filling her cheeks. Glurark, G-L-L-U-U-R-R-R-P-P-P. Amrita choked down the big load of Steve's semen, feeling the slimy payload slip down her throat to her stomach. She popped off Steve with a squelching sound and, with teary eyes, looked up at him. Oh my god, Amrita, honey, you are amazing, Steve whispered. Ga-ga, Amrita panted, wiping her mouth and smiling at Steve. She had actually done it. She had swallowed another man's cum Ravi would be insane if he knew. You, you want me to swallow? Amrita whispered up at Steve. Steve realized that Amrita was probably tripping a little with putting one over on her husband. Well, honey, think of it like this, he told her. With my semen in your stomach, your digestive system is now breaking down the substance of my seed, making it into cells for your body. So from now on, a bit of your body, okay a very little bit, but still, a bit, will be made up from my seed. Every time you lay next to your husband in your marital bed, part of your body will be me. Steve painted a little picture of vengeance for Amrita. Amrita looked as if she was thinking of what Steve told her, and she smiled. For himself, Steve wasn't quite finished. He had just come a boatload down the woman's gullet, but it had been a long time for him, and he still felt like he could get one more out. Can. Can you clean me up a bit? Steve asked her. Amrita glanced down at Steve's wet cock, softer now that he had blown his load, but still full enough to tease another erection. Oh, okay. She murmured. She lowered her head and engulfed him once more, rolling Steve's cock around in her mouth, licking all the semen off him. Her tender ministration started to inflame him, and he felt his pulse start to stand at attention again. Come here, honey, Steve mumbled, lifting Amrita's head off him and pulling her up to him. She straddled him again, facing him, and he took his cock in hand and lifted the tip to the glistening slit under Amrita's body. 
Steve carefully started to kiss and suck on Amrita's nipples, causing the woman to gasp and moan in pleasure. Oh, the wife and mother thought. Oh, here it is. This is it. No going back after this. But screw you, asshole. Thoughts of her mean husband once again firmed Amrita's resolve to do this. As Steve laid a hand on her shoulder to begin a gentle push downwards, Amrita lowered herself slowly onto Steve's cock. The firm head of his shaft pieced the woman's wet lips and pushed them aside. She gasped as she kept lowering herself, feeling Steve's firmness slide up into her, pushing aside the tender folds of her insides. Ah, she cooed, as she sat all the way down on Steve, who bottomed out deep in the woman's belly. Ah, Steve was in heaven. He held the woman's hips and led her in a soft, undulating, pulsating rhythm, her hips rocking back and forth, her belly swaying as she leaned on Steve's shoulders for support. Steve reached as deep as he could into the woman, sure that he was reaching areas that Ravi had never massaged. Oh, wait! Amrita cried, stopping her undulations and looking at Steve, panicked. I have no birth control. We're not using condom. What about diseases? I'm, I'm clean, honey, don't worry. No diseases. Steve assured her. You? No. No, of course, no diseases. Amrita gasped. We, we keep going like this? Sure, yeah. Steve said. The pair continued for a few minutes, rocking back and forth on the sofa. Finally, sensing that Amrita didn't have much experience in this position, he pushed up on the woman's body, and she lifted herself off Steve, a questioning look on her face. Steve stood up and led her to the kitchen table, just a short space away from the family room. Let's try it like this, honey. Steve turned the slim woman around to face the round kitchen table. He gently pushed down on her shoulders and Amrita lowered her chest to the tabletop, resting her upper body on the hard surface. Steve's left hand held her down by the small of her back, and his right hand guided his stiff shaft again to her moist entrance. He slowly leaned forward and felt the strawberry-shaped head of his cock separate Amrita's soft lips, sliding further into the woman's deepest recesses, until Steve once more bottomed out. Pushing still further, he could feel the firm barrier that must be her cervix. He began a slow, steady pumping motion, holding the gasping woman in place by her slim waist. Oh, Amrita moaned. She had never felt so pierced, so entered, as she did now. The full feeling was causing quick, electric jolts to shake her hips and stomach as her landlord pumped into her. Too late now, she thought, even if we stop now, I've cheated on Ravi, and that will always be so. Better to enjoy this. Something for me. Oh, yeah. Steve groaned, loving the soft warm feeling of stabbing his member deep into this pretty woman's abdomen. He glanced at Amrita's left hand as it clutched the edge of the table for support. The sparkling diamond on her ring gave him an extra jolt. Hmm. Ha ha. He grunted, picking up the pace of his thrusting, trying with each push to bury himself as deep as he could go into her body. The thump-thump-thump sound filled the room, as Steve's lurching was beginning to move both Amrita and the table, a couple of inches at a time pushing them forward with a regular scraping. Steve noticed that the woman seemed to be enjoying this too, gasping and moaning as if she was feeling new sensations while Steve probed her deepest reaches. Her feet spread a little wider apart, causing her shapely legs to open more, angling her torso to line up better with Steve's thrusting. Steve wanted to push things to see if he could be a little rougher, while still keeping up Amrita's pleasure. He reached forward with his right hand and grabbed the dark bouncing ponytail that was lashing about with the powerful thrusting and began to pull gently, but firmly, back on it. As Steve pumped himself deeply into his tenant, Amrita's back began to arch with the pull on her ponytail. 
Soon Steve was railing into the woman, almost yanking her hair so that Amrita's head was lifted way up, looking at the ceiling. Still she gasped in pleasure, each staccato thrust causing a little mewling gasp to escape the woman. It was as if Steve was pumping a bit of air out of her lungs with each thrust. Oh, hey, how, huh. Amrita panted, the pull on her hair holding her body up, causing it to absorb the force of the man's powerful pumping. After a short while of this, Steve wanted to try something different. He suddenly stopped, withdrawing from the breathless woman, and released her hair. Amrita looked back at him, unsure again of why Steve had stopped rutting her. Come here, honey, Steve murmured, scooping Amrita up in his arms. He carried the listless woman, bridal style, down the short hallway to his bedroom. Entering the room, he plopped the cheating woman down on his queen-sized bed. She lay prostrate on the bed, her legs apart, smiling up at her conqueror as he crawled over top of her body. Both of them radiating heat, Steve knelt between the woman's legs. Again he lined his shaft up at Amrita's wet entrance, and lay down on her torso, pushing himself again as deep as he could go. Ah! Amrita moaned, her arms again snaking around Steve's neck. This time, her legs wrapped around the man's trunk too, her ankles locking together to clasp Steve more tightly to her body. Steve started a regular rhythm of deep pumping and thrusting, trying to bury himself as far as he could. He enjoyed the feel of Amrita's legs wrapped around his body, lifting her thighs higher and opening herself up to him even more. The bed started to creak in time with the powerful thrusting Steve was subjecting the hapless woman to. Huff, huff, huff! Steve panted, railing the woman with forceful jabs. Amrita felt parts of her insides begin to glow and throb more powerfully than they had ever before. The knowledge that she was, in her way, getting even with her jerk of a husband kept her on the bed, despite part of her mind screaming, I can't believe I'm doing this, to her. The hair pulling from before, being bent over Steve's table and being taken like an animal, and now clasping all her limbs around the heaving man as he claimed her, caused an unspeakable pressure to build up in the woman's loins. As Steve grunted into her over and over, Amrita felt all that guilty pleasure-slash-pressure explode inside her. Ah! She screamed, clamping down on Steve with her arms and legs as she felt a gushing soaking from between her legs. As she climaxed hard, Steve could feel her muscles tense all over her body, then begin an uncontrolled shiver as Ravi's wife melted in his bed. Oh, Lil. She trailed off. She never had a man make her lose control like that before. Happy that he could send Amrita over the edge, Steve continued his deep pumping into her belly. Her arms now only loosely held around his neck, but Steve could feel his own explosion building up within him. Ha huh, honey, I'm, I'm gonna let go again here in a minute. He whispered into her hot ear. I'm gonna come. He continued pumping. In, inside me? Amrita looked up at Steve, a look of shock painted on her face. Are you going to come inside me? Yeah, 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 that's part of the arrangement, okay? He whispered to her. I don't. I don't have birth control pill. She gasped. Maybe, maybe you make baby and me. Well, well, think of it like this. Steve suggested, continuing his deep thrusting. If your husband's a jerk to you, what could be a bigger revenge than carrying another man's child? If you and Ravi are trying for more kids, I'd be happy to help you when you come and see me for our sessions. That way Ravi could be raising another man's child and only you would know. Ah, ah, yum. Amrita spoke softly into Steve's thrusting. Ma, maybe. Steve felt his own eruption approaching. Powering deeply into the woman over and over, his right hand snaked up and gently held the woman by the top of her head, keeping her in place. 
his left hand scooped under her right shoulder and locked her in tighter. Amrita's legs again locked behind Steve's back as her body rippled back and forth with the powerful rutting. The hot, white lava began to rise in Steve, and he felt the electric tingle in his midsection. With his shaft, he reached as deeply into Amrita as he could, then clenched her head and shoulder, curling his body into another strong pump as he let go. H-H-A-R-R-N-N-N-N-N-N-N! He yelled as he shot a massive load of semen deep up into Amrita. Shot after shot continued as he pumped each one into the woman's listless body with another groan. Amrita's arms flopped to the sides as she was taken, and Steve reached both hands down to Amrita's ass cheeks, lifting them a bit to help her insemination. Steve's fertile load swam deeper into the wife and mother's belly, on their mission to seek out her unprotected egg. Oh! Steve exhaled, drooping onto the prone woman. He heard her breathe out as he shifted his weight onto her. He only lay on her a brief time, though. Rolling off the well-inseminated woman, a long, wet line of semen stretched from the tip of his shaft to between her legs, then snapped apart and stuck to the inside of Amrita's thigh. Oh, you are bad boy, Mr. Steve. Amrita cooed, forgetting he wanted her to be less formal. Maybe I get baby. If I come to see you few times a week, for sure I have baby sometime. Husband will think is his. Some on my side of family have lighter skin. You are bad boy, she repeated. Well, I'm here for you whenever you need, Steve told her. That's part of the arrangement too, honey. Ha, I'm a bad boy, Steve thought. He didn't want to kill the playful mood by telling her that SHE was the one who was married. A short time later, the two had sorted themselves out with their clothing. As Amrita swayed into Steve's front hall, wrapped again in her sari, she could feel a trickle of Steve's load running down her leg. You okay? Steve asked. Everything okay? Amrita agreed smiling at Steve. I go to get kids now. When is next time I should come? Steve thought a minute. What's today, Tuesday? Well, what about Friday, same time? He suggested. A nice little session to start the weekend? Okay, Friday. Amrita smiled. Quickly, she snaked her arms around Steve's neck again and planted a little kiss on his mouth. Steve hugged around her slim waist and returned the brief kiss. You see me in hallway. You don't look at me for long, though. Amrita warned. Husband is very jealous. No problem, Steve assured her. Secret, secret. He locked the door behind the woman as she swayed out to go pick up her two kids. Two kids so far, Steve thought. Chapter 2 Huff, huff, huff. Steve panted, clutching Amrita's dark ponytail as he drove deeply into the woman. Amrita had dropped by her landlord Steve's apartment today for one of their sessions part of an arrangement where Steve returned some of her family's rent money to her in exchange for some private dates, together in Steve's abode. Oh! Amrita moaned, clearly enjoying the hard thrusting she was being subjected to. Steve had her bent over one of his kitchen counters, her short skirt flipped up over her back and her little thong panty pushed to the side to allow Steve to enter her. Amrita had been quietly enjoying their sessions over the last few weeks, in part because her husband Ravi was consistently mean and aggressive to her. Even naughtier for the woman was the fact that she had been partaking in her sessions with Steve without any birth control. Ha! She gasped after a particularly enthusiastic push. She clutched the edges of the counter for stability under Steve's onslaught. Oh God, here it comes, honey! Steve panted, pumping deeply into the dark beauty. H-A-H-H-H-H-H! He shouted, bucking his hips so hard the woman's lower body was lifted a little, her feet rising up on their toes. Amrita imagined the hot gush of seed that Steve was unloading into her body, 
and smiled thinking of how her asshole of a husband was oblivious to the fact that another man was just now inseminating her. Ha! Another little thrust emptied what was left in Steve far up into Amrita. Steve ran his hands down the woman's tight back muscles and wrapped them around her front, caressing her breasts as he lifted her to standing and slipped out of the woman. Amrita stood and stretched like a cat, clasping her hands and extending her bangled arms up over her head, arching her back and jutting her tight little ass out as her skirt flipped back down. Mm, feels good to have session. She smirked. Yes, yeah, see? Steve asked. Nice arrangement. Tiring for you, though, I'll bet, probably getting too much sex. Amrita cocked a slim eyebrow on her pretty face at Steve. Oh, please. She smiled coyly. Husband and I have sex only once a month, maybe. I come see you a few times a week, if I get baby is yours. In fact, she looked off into the distance. My cycle is supposed to be two days ago. Is not here. Maybe you give Ravi and me a baby. Huya. Steve gasped. I, uh, not really knowing what to say. Do not worry about it. The married woman mumbled. Ravi will think it is his. Amrita winked at Steve, then slipped out of his apartment. Several weeks later, Steve was looking over his schedule for the morning when he heard a knock at his door. Opening the door, he found one of his tenants standing there in a suit and tie. Hey Dean, how's it going? Steve greeted. Hi Steve. Dean responded. Just on my way to the office. I just wanted to let you know that our kitchen sink's pipes are leaking again. Mary had to mop up this morning before taking Cody to school. I know that you're only a landlord, but isn't your kind supposed to be good with tools? The smirk on Dean's face rankled Steve. What a stuck-up asshole, thought Steve. But what he said was, Ah, uh, shit, okay, those pipes have been causing trouble for a long time. I'll probably be able to whip up there maybe this afternoon to fix them up. You're in 1302, right? Yep, okay, get to it then. Dean smiled as he strutted off towards the parking garage door. Later in the day, Steve looked at his cell phone. One o'clock, uh, I'd better get to work. Gathering his toolbox, he headed up to apartment 1302. Dean was gone, his kid Cody was at school, and Dean's wife Mary was probably at the mall again. Steve fumbled for his skeleton key and opened the door, letting him into the unit. As the door closed gently behind him, he heard the telltale sound of huffing and puffing coming from deeper in the apartment. Ewan, Ewan, eh? Gasping moans filled the hallway leading to the bedrooms, a man's and woman's voice clearly deep in the mating ritual. Shit, why didn't Dean tell me he'd be back early today? Steve thought. Unless it was some of the building's teens who had forced their way into an apartment they knew would be empty to get naughty in. Boy, their parents would flip. Steve thought he'd better get some proof in case things went south. Amid the panting, groaning noises, he opened the film map on his phone, started it going, and turned the corner into the master bedroom. Gasp, aha, eh, huh, huh. A beautiful, long-haired blonde was sitting up, nude, straddling a man on the marital bed. Her shimmering golden hair cascaded in waves down her supple back as her tight, hourglass form undulated on the naked guy underneath her. Steve's film map was capturing it all. What the? Holy fuck! The guy yelled, seeing Steve, and Mary whipped her head around to finally discover Steve standing there. Oh my god! Mary hollered leaping off the guy and grabbing at her robe, which was lying in a heap at the foot of the bed. She threw the robe around her milky white shoulders and covered her ample breasts. What the hell are you doing here, Steve? Steve looked down at the bed. The man struggling to sit up was not Dean. It was Andy from across the hall. A glistening condom covered his shaft, which was now deflating after Andy's shock had set in. 
Oh geez, sorry guys, Steve said, shutting off the camera app. Mary, sorry, didn't Dean tell you I would be by to fix the sink pipes? S-H-I-T, no he didn't. Mary almost sobbed. Look, you, you never saw anything here, okay? Okay, Steve? Nothing happened here. Look, um, it's none of my business, okay? But Andy, you'd better clear out of here. What if I was Dean? Andy, your wife Jen would freak. She'd throw you out if she knew. Steve, don't tell anyone, okay? I was never here. Andy tried. He quickly gathered up his clothes and quickly dressed on his way to the door. I'm gone, uh, bye Mary. Look, I'm just gonna get to work, okay? Steve told Mary. He retreated from the bedroom and moved into the kitchen, opening up the sink's cupboard and leaning into his work on the pipes. About ten minutes later, Mary padded into the kitchen, dressed now in tight yoga pants that showed off the stunning curves of her long legs, and a tight t-shirt. She knelt down at the sink next to Steve. Look, Steve, about that. Mary started. You can't tell Dean, okay? It would tear our family apart. You don't want Cody to have divorced parents, do you? And Dean and I have been trying for another. Please, okay? Please erase those pictures and keep it to yourself? Steve struggled out from under the sink. Well, I don't know, Mary, he said, playing his cards close to the chest. I mean, Andy's wife Jen is cool. I wouldn't want her getting hurt. He looked up at Mary's worried face, probing for more response. Okay, she continued. Look, I wouldn't even have been fucking that loser unless I was in trouble. I, I'm in a bit of trouble, okay, Steve? I've gotten in a little over my head with some debts. Dean gets to go off to his office every day, and me? I get to sit here and do housework. Well, I started to play some games online and stuff. Mary clasped one hand to her other arm's elbow and looked down at the floor, blushing. And I ended up in some debt from gambling. Dean is going to kill me. I don't want to tell him. He's always going on about responsibility with money to Cody. So Andy was hitting on me once or twice, and I hinted to him that if he wanted to help me fill my wallet up, he could also fill you up. Steve finished for her. Okay, okay, it was stupid. Mary whined. But he was going to give me a few hundred dollars. Mary, you know, you could have come to me for help. Steve said. I'm the landlord. I take two dollars five hundred a month from you in rent. You would... You would help me? Mary nervously asked. Well, there is this little program I could extend to you. Steve began. He had film of Mary fucking the guy from across the hall, so Steve thought he could get a little bolder than usual. Mary, what if you and I had a couple of, you know, private sessions, per week, and I could find my way to taking a few hundred dollars from your rent and slipping that back to you each month? You come see me a couple times a week, you get to handle your debt. Steve looked at Mary. The woman was clearly thinking things through, doing the math. You, you want to, have, sessions, with me? She frowned. How is that different from Andy? God, you men. She glared. Well, one of the obvious differences is that I've got film of you riding Andy like a horse. Steve reminded her. I doubt Dean would like to see it, but that could happen. S-H-I-T. Okay, okay, you've gotta let me think about it. Okay. You're actually blackmailing me, you son of a bitch. Mary growled. Well, not really. Steve suggested. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't consent to, okay? This would be your choice. Shit. Mary raged. She got up and left the kitchen, letting Steve finish his work dot on the way out. Steve found Mary sitting on the couch watching TV, but by the frown on her face, she wasn't focusing on it. Listen, I'm done here, okay? 
Steve said. I'll be in my apartment. You think about it and let me know, okay? It's Wednesday, maybe let me know by Saturday what you want to do. He left without Mary saying anything back. By Thursday evening, Mary had made up her mind. Just before supper, she approached Steve's apartment door. Suddenly, the door opened and a pretty Indian woman almost staggered out, a small baby bump stretching the lower area of her t-shirt. Mary thought she recognized the woman from around her building. Noticing Mary, the Indian woman quickly averted her gaze and plodded off down the hallway, still almost staggering. Mary noticed the woman's slightly tousled hair and glazed look in her eyes. If I didn't know any better. Mary thought, I'd say that's the look of a freshly fucked woman. Steve opened the door after Mary knocked, himself looking a little out of breath. Okay, you asshole. Mary whispered to him. I guess I have to play ball. Come by tomorrow around one. Well, okay, if it's what you want. Steve smiled. Mary had to leave before she slapped him. The next day, just after lunch, Steve got a text message from Mary. Okay, get up here, it said. Steve rode the elevator up to 1302 and knocked on the door. Mary opened it, a summer skirt around her tight hips and another tight t-shirt on. Hey Mary, you okay? Steve started. Shut up and get in here. Mary grunted at him, turning her back to him and walking into the family room. Steve locked the door behind him, then for good measure, locked the bolt higher up on the door. Look, Mary, if you don't want to do this, we don't have to. Steve started. Shut up, okay? Just shut up. I need the money. So how does this work? She frowned. Well, like I said, I've got a few hundred bucks here. Steve pulled the rolled bills from his pocket and set them down on the coffee table. And a few times a week maybe we have, you know, some sessions together. She it. Mary rolled her eyes. If Dean ever finds out, we'll both be dead, you got me? Dead. Got ya, Steve responded. This is private. So then we do, you know, some different things. Try out what I ask you to, I get it. Mary stated. What's first? Will, Steve had given this some thought. What about you start by slipping my pants down? Steve stood up in front of the woman, and she glared up at him. She knelt on the carpeted floor, undid his belt, gripped his pants, and shoved them down to his ankles. Steve's member popped into view, slightly lifted in anticipation of the beautiful blonde's body. Maybe you know, get me going a bit. Steve smiled down at the grimacing wife and mother. Mary reluctantly reached up with her left hand and gripped Steve's shaft by the base. She glared at it and pulled the foreskin back, revealing the mushroom-shaped head. Glowering up at her landlord, Mary's tongue quivered out of her mouth and gently flicked Steve's tip a few times. Mary's pretty face, combined with her wet tongue's tricks, caused Steve to firm up quickly. Okay, more now. Steve urged. Mary sneered, closing her eyes and leaning forward, engulfing Steve's shaft in the warm wetness of her mouth. Squelch. The sound of Mary's suction filled the room as she pulled her face back on Steve's shaft. You 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 him, yeah, like that. Steve moaned. Squelch. Squelch, squelch, Steve heard, as Mary began a slow, rhythmic pumping on him. She gripped his hips to keep him from thrusting too deeply into her mouth, and Steve admired the glittering diamond on the woman's left hand. Steve ran his hands through Mary's long, blonde hair, gathering it up on her head and letting it run through his fingers as she bobbed up and down. The woman gathered up spit as she went and increased the suction. Steve couldn't believe how hot and wet Mary's mouth felt. Her bobbing increased in pace and intensity, and soon Steve could picture himself blowing a big load into her mouth. Should he hold her head down if he did, to make her swallow? 
a little tired out from pumping a hot load of semen into Amrita the evening before, Steve didn't want to finish too soon with Mary, the newest tenant in his discount program. Oh, okay, babe, let's try something else. He gasped. Mary popped off his shaft and frowned up at him. Don't call me. Babe, she warned. Steve held Mary's hands as she rose to stand, and he led her to the side of her sofa. The sofa had tall, wide arms, which were soft and padded. Steve pushed down on Mary's back and she dutifully bent over the sofa's arm, leaning forward until her upper body was angled downwards, resting on the sofa's seat. Her arms stretched out in front of her, to help stabilize her. Steve slid his hands down the pretty woman's sides, hooking his fingers in her skirt and panties. He kept the pressure up until they were sliding down her supple legs, and finally dropped to the floor, exposing the woman's soft skin. Her ass pointed up at Steve, and she turned to face him, a glare marring her beautiful features. I can't believe you're fucking me, you asshole. She blurted out. You can say no, Steve said, running his hands around Mary's hips and ass. He wiggled his shaft into the little space between Mary's thighs to help firm him up again. Mary whipped her head around to face forward and gripped the sofa's cushions. Steve reached down to line himself up with Mary's entrance, her soft yellow pubic hair clinging to her skin with moisture. Ah. Uh, Steve smiled, the soft, warm lips hugging around Steve's tip as he leaned into her. Oh, you feel good, honey. He murmured as he pushed himself gently into her, probing deeper, deeper, sliding in until he hit bottom. Mary's ass was pushed up against Steve's hips as the tip of his shaft kissed the barrier of her cervix. Uh huh. Mary gasped, rearing her head up in surprise. Steve began a gentle, slow pumping, probing deep into the reluctant woman. Wait, wait. Mary urged, You're not wearing a condom. You've got to wear a condom. Dean and I have been trying for a kid. I'm not on birth control. That's why I made Andy wear one. What about it's part of the arrangement, honey? Steve asked her. Hundreds of dollars. A couple of sessions a week. How I like it. You, you'd better not come in me. Mary growled, Steve continuing his deep thrusting, propping Mary's hips up at the end of each stroke, reaching as deeply as he could into the woman. You'd better not come in me. I'm fertile. And you'd better not have any diseases. No diseases, hun. Steve soothed her. He traced his fingers up and down the grooves of Mary's sexy shape. She was curled over so far that Steve could prod deeply down into her depths. At the end of each deep stroke, Mary clenched the sofa cushions with her hands, letting out cute little, yuh sounds. Steve started pumping into Mary so firmly that the lithe woman was being pushed farther up the side of the sofa. Steve reached both hands up to the backs of her shoulders and clamped on, drawing her back into him, tugging down on her shoulders each time he pumped hard into her belly. Just, just remember. Mary panted at him, frowning still. You'd better not come in me. You can, you can come on my face or breasts or something. Huff, huff. She quickly removed her tight t-shirt, showing Steve she wasn't wearing a bra today. Suddenly, Mary's cell phone started to tweedle. Someone was calling her. As Steve continued to rail into her, his need for release urgently building, Mary looked over at her phone, perched on the coffee table in front of the sofa. Oh my god, it's Dean! She shouted, taking the phone into her hands. I've, I've gotta answer him, he'll get suspicious! She panicked. Just, just keep quiet, you asshole. If, Steve panted, continuing to buck forcefully into Dean's wife. If I slap your ass, you'd better hit the mute button. Shit. Mary growled and hit the answer button on her phone. Hi, honey. She answered sweetly. How are you? 
Mary's hair throbbed in waves in front of her as Steve lurched over and over into her. Steve could barely hear Dean's responses on the other end of the call as he continued to pump. Nah, nothing, honey, Mary told him. Just huff, just sitting here going through some of my exercises, huff, you know, trying to keep fit so we can add another little tyke to our family. Huff, huff. Steve thought he could hear Dean describe some business deal he was on the verge of making that would turn their company's luck around. Huff, huff. Oh, that's great, honey, maybe we can afford a new crib. Mary panted into the phone as Steve took her with increasing ardor. Dean continued to prattle on the phone, oblivious to the fact that his wife was being taken as they spoke. Huff, huff. Hmm. Mary nodded. I've got casserole for us for supper, huff, huff. As the two spoke back and forth, Steve was hitting his peak hearing the dutiful wife talking to her hubby as Steve claimed the woman on their sofa. Pushing into Mary's midsection over and over, Steve began to feel the telltale feeling of the tingling heat that started to coalesce in his own midsection. Railing the woman even harder, he tried to hold out the inevitable, but it was becoming impossible. Huff, huff, yeah, yeah, honey, I'll pick some up when I hit the store later on. Mary quivered into the phone. All it took was Steve thinking about his shaft repeatedly separating the folds of Mary's deepest reaches, right before her cervical opening. The combined juices of Mary's body and Steve's precum had created a slick passage that seemed to pull Steve even deeper into the forbidden woman. Thinking of the woman's unprotected eggs, a mere few inches from his pushing member was sending him over the edge. The hot, white life began to boil up in Steve, and he felt the compulsion to reach with it as deeply as he could into Mary's body. Slap. Steve's hand came across Mary's ass cheek as the woman continued to pant out a blithe conversation with her clueless husband. Slap. 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 Finally, and just in time, Mary's thumb found the mute, button to silence vocal input to the phone. Steve pulled on her shoulder with one hand, the other hand clutching down on her waist, and he came, and came hard, buried extra deep inside the frantic woman. Horror! He yelled a gigantic pulse of semen squirting its way far up into Mary's body. Each subsequent pump helped Steve jet a little more of the life-giving juice into Mary's belly, where the downward angle of her body helped her body to drink up the fluid. Oh my god, you asshole! Mary yelled, her bare legs kicking futilely in the air behind them. You came in me! Holy shit, you're such an asshole! You came in me! I told you not to come inside me! She spat, trying in vain to move herself away from Steve. But, Steve panted, but I said it was part of the arrangement, how I liked. He asked. S-H-I-T, Mary fumed. I, I have to get back to Dean, shut your mouth and keep quiet. As Mary flipped the phone back to conversation and continued to talk to her husband, Steve pumped off the last few gasps into Mary. The hapless woman had no choice but to lie there and take it, helplessly swatting her hand back towards Steve. Oh, okay, honey, huff, huff, I will. Love you, too, bye. Mary forced the words out before clicking her phone off. Steve knew she'd go into overdrive now. Oh my god, you're the biggest asshole. Mary yelled, struggling to a sitting position on the sofa. I told you not to come inside me. I'm not on any birth control. I'm fucking fertile. Dean and I are trying. What if you knock me up? Mary was busy exploring herself. None of Steve's semen had yet trickled out of her so deeply had it been injected into her body. I though you knew, we agreed, the arrangement. Steve continued. Look, I wouldn't worry about it. If you've been blessed with another child, then you and Dean will have another addition to your family. Mary glared at him. 
I can't believe you, she said. Asshole. The two sat for a few minutes on the sofa, Steve working to calm the inseminated wife and mother down. I, I guess it's okay. Mary finally conceded. At least you and Dean have the same hair color and stuff. Yeah, okay. Steve murmured, happy the storm had passed. So I'm supposed to see you a few times a week? Mary glared at him. Well, you can think of the hundreds of dollars each month, Steve suggested. She it. Mary moaned, rubbing her hands gently over her lower abdomen. Next time your place, though, if Dean were to come home early. A sudden memory of that Indian woman coming out of Steve's apartment came to Mary. Wait, do you have... arrangements? With other women in the building? Don't ask, don't tell, okay? Steve told her. Listen, I have a vault, okay? I can keep a secret, your secret. No one will know about Andy, and no one will know about your debts, and no one will know about us. Oh, okay. Mary muttered and rubbed her arms, soothed. Steve gathered himself up, dressed, picked up his toolbox and headed out of Dean and Mary's apartment. So what now you call me, I call you? Mary asked him. Well, why don't we set it up for, like, twice a week? Do Mondays and Thursdays work for you? Steve asked. Whatever. Mary growled, beginning to shut the door behind Steve. Just text me. Chapter 3 Oh, Amagod, don't stop that. Steve groaned up at Mary, the long blonde-haired wife and mother who lived in his building. Mary was straddling Steve, naked atop her landlord in the bed in his apartment. Her large breasts heaved as her upper body undulated back and forth, her hips gyrating front to back, milking Steve as he was buried deep in the frowning woman. Mary's growing baby belly rose and fell in time with her riding. Just shut up and finish off. Mary growled at him. I've got to get back to my husband and kid. Steve traced his hands up Mary's swollen front to her hanging breasts and gave them gentle squeezes. He tried to lift his hips each time Mary sank on him, probing deeper up into her hot canal. I'm... Steve panted, his soft explosion rushing up on him suddenly. I'm gonna go. He growled through his climax, pumping a heavy load into the pregnant woman's belly. It was the second load she had taken from him this week, and she had been to see him a few times a week for many weeks now. Oh, oh, eh, ch 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 Mary stabilized herself on her landlord by pressing both hands down on his chest, arching her back into her own orgasm as Steve's throbbing hit the right places deep inside her. She ground down hard on him, and Steve smiled, pumping the last jolts of semen up into her as she shook and quaked. Nice to see you enjoy this too, Steve quipped. He knew that Mary wasn't all that happy with their arrangement. Each month Steve took several hundred dollars from her rent payment and returned it to the woman without her husband Dean knowing. It was a gift in exchange for their twice-weekly sessions, and Mary wanted the money to satisfy an online gambling habit. The other gift Steve had given her was now growing in Mary's belly. I don't enjoy it, she asserted, the half-hearted frown betraying the lie. You're an asshole. She gently flipped her legs off him, sitting on the edge of Steve's bed a telltale trickle of semen running out of her. Okay, well, you seem to like the money back, Steve retorted. Nice session, honey. How about Monday again? Fine, Mary stated flatly. And don't call me honey, that's for my husband to say. Yeah, well, Steve thought I doubt your husband would be calling you that if he knew you're down here a couple of times a week having me fill you up, and that I put that bun in your oven. After he and Mary got dressed, she flounced out of his apartment putting on a show of being in a huff. As Steve told her many times, she was free to stop their arrangement whenever she wanted.
she seemed to like the extra money coming in. Later in the day, Steve turned his attention to the many jobs that needed tending around the building. He greeted the mail carrier on her way out of the lobby and went to repair the malfunctioning parking garage door. About 5 p.m., Sophia Delanso returned home from work, entering the lobby and getting her family's mail on the way in. She pulled a handful of envelopes from the box that could only be bills. Mirda! She swore. Francisco would be ticked. They still hadn't paid some of these bills from before last month. She hoped their daughter Veronica had found a summer job by now. If the twenty-year-old wanted to go to college, Sophia and Francisco would need to try for another loan. Trouble, Mrs. Delonso? Steve asked, walking by the mail nook. Ah, uh, ahala, Steve. Sophia smiled. Well, lots of bills, not lots of pay raises. Sophia quipped. Well, I can call you Sophia, right? Steve smiled. I might be able to help there. There's a little, ah, uh, program. I might be able to sign you up for that would save you a few hundred each month off your rent. He tried. Really? Sophia gasped. That would be a help. What kind of program? Come on, I'll let you know. Steve told her, leading her down the ground-level hallway to his apartment. He led her to the sofa in his family room and they sat. A few minutes later, an audible slap could be heard throughout the apartment. Steve clapped a hand to his reddening cheek. What kind of pewter do you think I am? Sophia raged at him. I'm a married woman. And I'm not a prostituta. Francisco will kill you when he hears of this. Hey, hey. Steve urged. It's okay. Just forget it then. Look, there's no pressure. I'm not forcing anyone. If you don't want to, then that's fine, too. Just forget it. Gah! Sophia spat, stalking out of the apartment. A pretty, long-haired, and very pregnant Indian woman was swaying down the hallway towards Steve's door. Sophia stalked off to the elevator. She rode the elevator to her fifth-floor apartment and went in. Ahala, mommy, her twenty-year-old daughter Veronica greeted. Her long, dark hair hung loose down her lithe frame, her pert beauty a twenty-year-younger image of her mother's. Ahala, Veronica, any luck finding a summer job today? Sophia asked. I know. Not yet, Veronica moaned. That big department store is full. I hope there's something by next week. Keep trying, Mihija. Where is your father? In his study, the girl rolled her eyes. Her father Francisco had turned the third bedroom into a study for his work, where he found himself spending more and more time. Later in the evening, Sophia sat beside her husband in bed and closed the book she had been reading. Francisco, I need to tell you something. Sophia began. I know, Mia more, he responded. It's about these bills. I don't know how, but we'll pay them off. Every bit helps. Maybe I can do some odd jobs for people around the building. Well, actually, Sophia responded. It's not about that. Our landlord, Steve, propositioned me today. Can you believe it? He said that if I come to see him a couple of times a week and have sex with him, he'd return several hundred dollars of our rent to me. Now, Amor, don't run down there and kill him. Believe me, I struck him hard. I belted him across his face and told him where to go with his offer. Never fear. Sophia prattled on, fearful her husband would explode in rage and go off in search of their landlord right away. She was surprised, therefore, to look over at her husband and find him staring off in his own world. Francisco? Did you hear me? He wanted to have sex with me for some rent money back, she tested. Ah, Francisco muttered. How do I say this? Mia Moore, you know I love you very much. 
This thing you're saying, I would be lying to say that I have never thought of you with another man, and maybe feeling some enjoyment at that, feeling a little excited. Francisco. Sophia gasped. Are you saying you want me to go sleep with him? Shock painted her face. Well, it's also, think of the money. Hundreds of dollars a month. And, it's something a little naughty, eh? A little, exciting. I. Sophia started then stopped. Could she go and have sex with another man? What would it be like? To do that, and have her husband's blessing for it? It shocked her to think about it, and that Francisco had never mentioned this desire of his to her before. Francisco, I, maybe I could, if you're sure, it wouldn't bother you. But also, you know we're not getting any younger. I'm forty now, and we have been trying to give Veronica a little brother or sister, one more little Chico or Chica before we're too old. What about that? Sophia said hesitantly. Well, as to that, Francisco said, I would just insist that Steve uses a condom. You know, or more, many men have this little fantasy of having another man enjoying their wife. If you can do it, we would have more money, yes, and maybe you can tell me all about what you do with him? May, maybe, Sophia responded. I know we've been trying for another little one for a few years now. How do they say it? My biological clock is ticking. Maybe if we can have hundreds of extra dollars a month, it will make things less stressful. Maybe I'll get pregnant, and we can have a son. The two spoke long into the evening about Steve's offer. Veronica padded quietly down the hallway towards the kitchen. Damn, she thought, it really does give you the munchies. She noticed her parents' bedside lamplights on and their door slightly open. That's odd, she thought. They're usually asleep by now. She stopped to listen at their door. Well, okay. Veronica heard her mother say, I suppose I can go and see Steve a couple of times a week, if it's going to mean he gives us back several hundred dollars a month. Veronica couldn't believe her ears. Their landlord was clearly blackmailing her mother. The twenty-year-old put her hands to her head and rushed away from her parents' doorway. She had to find a way to stop this. Unfortunately, what she did not hear was her mother continue. As long as you're okay with it, me more, but we can never let Veronica find out about this. The following evening, Sophia sat on Steve's sofa, going over the pending arrangement. What made you change your mind, Sophia? Steve asked. Not that I mind, of course. Sophia held her head proudly high. Well, since you asked, I suppose the money could be very needed. Sure, Steve said. He went to his office and returned with an envelope for the woman. It also changes things that my husband Francisco, ah, wants me to do this with you. Sophia stammered, and to tell him about it afterwards. Oh, Steve said, surprised. Ah, sure, as long as it's not weird for you. But, Sophia stared intently at Steve. One thing we cannot allow is for our daughter Veronica to find out about this arrangement. So, you will swear to me, before anything else, that you will never talk about our arrangement to her. Do you understand me? Of course, of course. Steve assured her. I swear on it. I will never talk to Veronica about any of this. I barely see her or talk to her anyway. Okay then. Sophia smiled, satisfied. Ah, what now then? Well, uh, are you okay for your first session now? Steve asked. We might as well start. Sophia blushed. Francisco is at work late today. Sure then. Steve said, not really knowing where to start with the woman, now that she had agreed to their arrangement. She was certainly lovely. She was thin but strong, with long dark hair, beautiful high cheekbones, and a passionate fire in her eyes. Her generous breasts were held back in a tight bra, 
and her shapely hourglass hips merged with long, supple legs that ended in stiletto heels today. Um, Steve suggested. Maybe we could start down the hall here. Steve led Sophia to his bedroom, and the two sat on the edge of his bed. Sophia seemed to know what to do now, and took the lead. She gently pushed Steve down and slipped off his pants and boxers. She stood briefly, to casually slip off her top and pop open her bra, then pushed her dress pants to the floor. She stood in her white panties and high heels. Smirking, she knelt on the bed and hovered over Steve's hips, staring at his manhood, which was not yet fully at attention. You wish me to. Sophia started, running a finger along her lower lip. Sure, whatever you feel comfortable with. Steve returned. Sophia crouched over the man and lifted his shaft up towards her mouth. She gave Steve a playful lick up his length, then rolled her tongue around the head, as Steve lay all the way down and moaned. His hands found the sides of Sophia's head as she lowered it onto Steve, engulfing him in the warm, moist mouth that proceeded to lift up and down, gently massaging him to rigidity. Suction noises filled the room as Sophia worked at her task. T-ch-h-h-h-h-k-k-k-k, T-ch-h-h-h-h-k-k-k-k, Steve's world was rocking. Sophia's suction was powerful, and he felt himself being quickly gobbled up by the matronly woman. He felt himself tickling the back of Sophia's throat as her head bobbed up and down, the experienced woman pulling Steve deep and yanking back on him. After a few more minutes of this, Steve lifted gently on Sophia's head. She popped off her landlord and looked up at him. How, how about we turn over? Steve asked her, and Sophia scooted over on her backside to where Steve had lain, while Steve rotated up on his knees where Sophia had been crouched. Steve gently pulled the woman's tight panties down her smooth legs and dropped them to the floor, leaving the sexy stiletto heels on her. Steve slowly pushed on the insides of her knees, and Sophia dutifully spread her legs to allow Steve access. Uh, Sophia stopped and said, looking concerned. Look, I've been thinking about something. You know that Francisco knows about this. Steve nodded to her. But, Sophia continued, he did have one condition. You needed to wear a condom. My husband and I have been trying for another child before it's too late for me. I'm forty this year. Oh, okay, well. Steve started. But, Sophia interrupted him. We have also been trying for a couple of years now, and nada. I know this sounds very bad, but I'm worried that our time is running out. If I am the one who is fertile, and it might be that Francisco can't. She stopped, lowering her gaze. I understand, Steve said. Then I thought. Sophia whispered. As long as we are having sex anyway, he has given his blessing, maybe, no one would ever know if. If we don't use the condom and something happens? Steve finished for her. See? Sophia whispered, still lowering her gaze. If it is okay with you. Steve answered her by holding her hips and pulling her down the bed to where he kneeled. Sophia's legs opened, and her calves hooked behind Steve's back. She lay back and gave a small smile. Steve positioned his tip right at the entrance to Sophia's body, noticing her dark pubic hair curled around her labia. As he slowly pushed himself inside her, she closed her eyes, exhaled, and leaned her head back. Yuyuf. She trailed. Steve propped himself up over Sophia's upper body as he pushed into her, enjoying the view of her breasts as they lolled to the sides. 
Her hair fanned out around her shoulders and she reached up to grasp Steve's elbows. When he felt his hips compress into Sophia, bottoming out, he pulled back out a little and began a slow, pushing pumping, feeling Sophia's soft insides with his tip, back and forth. Aayayayi. Sophia murmured. That is nice like that. Steve kept up the gentle pace, thrusting slowly, but deeply and powerfully, into Sophia's belly. Supporting himself on his knees in one hand, he ran the other hand softly over her breasts, cupping one, then the other, as he used his warm palm to circle the hardening nipples. As he massaged the woman, she lolled her head back and cooed. As the bodies interlocked and the pace of Steve's pumping slowly increased, they both started to groan in pleasure. Sophia was surprised to find herself enjoying this more than she expected. So, she wants a baby, does she? Steve thought. Here, honey, I can go deeper like this. He murmured. He flipped Sophia's legs up so that her high-heeled feet were propped up on his shoulders, her legs extended straight up and pointed to the head of the bed. Steve buried himself over and over so deeply in the Latina woman he could feel himself hitting bottom. Aye, right there. She gasped. You feel. Each time Steve pulled back, the edge of his tip scraped a fleshy rise just inside the roof of Sophia's vagina. He made a point to flex upwards each time he withdrew and was rewarded with Sophia's clenching hands, grasping his arms tighter and her moaning increasing to a wail. Aye, aye, Sophia cried. She tried to hold out against Steve's heart pumping, but she was losing that battle. She gave it up, and felt her peak slam into her. Aye, She shouted, her vaginal muscles crashed into a clench, gripping hard on Steve as her toes curled in her high heels. She almost raked gashes in his arms as she clutched his elbows in the throes of her orgasm. Putting Sophia over was causing Steve to lose control himself. As he drove himself into her again and again, he felt the heat rush up from the pit of his stomach. Leaning his weight on the woman's clenched hips, he pushed hard one more time and erupted deep inside her, lancing a hot white bar of semen straight into her cervical gap. He let go bucking hard into her and emptying himself in the heavily breathing woman underneath him. Hoof. Steve panted, slowly withdrawing himself and plopping down to lie beside Sophia. You are amazing, Sophia. Steve gently caressed Sophia's breast. The married Latina dropped her legs down and took a few deep breaths. Aye, it was nice. She said, wrestling with the feelings of enjoying a bout of sex with another man. I will have something to tell Francisco. The two got dressed and walked to Steve's front door. Sophia turned to him and jabbed her long-nailed finger into his chest. Now see here. She looked intently at him. You remember, as far as Francisco is concerned, we are using the condoms. And she raised her eyebrows. You promised to never talk about this with my daughter Veronica or anyone else. I solemnly swear. Steve smiled, raising his right hand. No worries, Sophia. The prim woman shook out her hair turned, and closed the door behind her. It was the evening of the next day, after Steve had polished off his dinner and was watching TV when he heard the ring at his door. Shit! He thought, did I have a session planned with Amrita tonight? Mary? It can't be Sophia already. He opened the door to find Sophia and Francisco's twenty-year-old daughter Veronica standing there, frowning at him. The stunning youth had a tight crop top, showing her tight and toned midriff, and a short skirt on her long dark hair swaying down her back. She gazed balefully at Steve and said, I need to talk to you, Mr. Landlord. Uh, oh, Steve thought, she must know something. I promised her mother I'd never talk to her about it. 
Veronica stalked into the apartment and helped herself to a seat on Steve's sofa, grabbing a handful of the chips he had in a bowl on the coffee table and crunching into them loudly. Okay, yai. Steve smiled. Why don't you come on in? He sat next to the young woman and asked. You want a coffee or something? No, I don't want a coffee, Mr. Landlord. Veronica said curtly. I want you to not blackmail my mommy. I know what you plan to do with her. I'm here to make you stop it. I have an offer. Um, you're not going to refuse. Okay, Steve thought to himself. Firstly, you're too late. I unloaded my semen into your mom yesterday. And secondly, there is no way in hell I'm going to talk to you about this. Ah. Steve said instead though. Offer? I don't think we should. Quiet. Veronica ordered. So here's what I'm thinking. I need a summer job and some money coming in to help with college and my family. You are blackmailing my mom for sex. I am telling you to take the several hundred dollars in rent money and give it to me instead, and I'll fill in for my mom a couple of times a week. Plus, she rose her voice as Steve started to shake his head. You hire me for a part-time job for the summer around the building. I know there's lots of jobs to do around here, to keep up the pool, the gardens, the building. I know how to do a bunch of things, and... She lowered her voice. I'm good with my hands, you have no idea. Okay, one thing. Steve began forcefully. There is no way I'm talking to you about this. You can bet, though, that you have this, part of this, all wrong. And we are not having this conversation. Veronica scowled, thinking that Steve was just shutting down her idea. Listen, I can play hardball too, she said. Unless you want a bunch of my friends over here with crowbars, you'll take my offer. I can be persuasive. The young woman coyly grinned. Look, there is no chance that I'm going to. Steve started, but Veronica shut him up by pressing a finger to his lips and flipping a leg over Steve's lap, suddenly straddling the man and looking into his eyes from about three inches away. Oh, I think there's a good chance that you're going to. You don't want problems, right? So you're going to take my offer. Shit, Steve thought, this could get really messy if she stalks out of here in anger. He quickly did the math in his head. Could he afford to give a few hundred to Sophia and her daughter each month? If Sophia found out, Steve was pretty sure she would skin him. If Veronica found out he was impregnating her mother, the younger woman would skin him too. But the young woman's hips shifted side to side as she balanced on Steve's lap, eating away at his resolve. Okay, he said. I can give you a few hundred a month from your family's rent for, sessions, a few times a week. And I guess I could use the help around the building. I'll pay a decent hourly wage for that. But if I tell you there are things I'm not willing to discuss, there is no discussion. Got it? Oh, S.I., senor. Veronica purred playfully. She reached down to open Steve's belt and undo his jeans, unzipping him, then stood up quickly, tugging Steve's hips up to pull his clothes down. As Steve plopped down to the sofa again, Veronica shyly reached up her skirt and gave a little tug, then leaned over Steve and rested her hands on his shoulders. She alternated bending each knee a bit, shaking her hips, and her panties inched down her thighs bit by bit, finally falling to the ground as they passed her knees. She knelt on the sofa again, straddling Steve and creeping onto his lap, where she sat firmly. You know, you really don't have to. Steve began. Shut. Veronica clipped. Up. The slim young woman grabbed the base of her crop top and flipped it over her head, dropping it to the sofa seat next to them, and reached behind her to unclasp her bra. Slowly dragging it down her arms, she playfully slapped Steve in the face with it after she had removed it. 
It too went to the sofa cushion. Steve took in the sight of the woman, clad now only in her skirt and sneakers. Veronica arched her back to jut her breasts out into Steve's face. He reluctantly ran his hands up her slim back, his hot breath playing over the woman's nipples, causing them to begin to firm up. Steve rubbed his face into Veronica's chest, and she pulled at his hair, tilting her head back and moaning softly. As she felt her wetness begin to run, Steve felt himself firming up too. Veronica kept shifting her hips around, playing with her weight and position on the man's lap. You've, Steve whispered. You've done this before, right? See, Veronica murmured. I had a boyfriend last year. As the woman gyrated into Steve's lap, he felt his shaft fight to rise straight up. Veronica, clearly feeling him harden underneath her, smiled and taunted. Ah, there he is. She leaned forward, pushing Steve's face back with her breasts, until there was space enough between their thighs for Steve's shaft to spring up. Veronica rose a little, then worked her hips back until she felt her labia gripping Steve's hard, wide tip. She looked him in the eye slyly and rolled her hips and back upwards, then gripped his shoulders as she sank down on him. Steve pieced the young woman and slipped deeply into her, finally stopping when she sat completely down on him. Oh, Veronica cooed. Steve gasped quietly, still a little reluctant to take the young woman. What, what now? The twenty-year-old asked, a little unsure. I can move. She began a slow, undulating rhythm, rolling her hips back and forth, pulling Steve far up into her. She doesn't have a whole ton of experience at this, Steve realized. You do what you like, honey, Steve said. I'm not gonna make you do anything you don't want to. Stop when you want. Veronica looked intently at Steve. I can do this just fine, senor. I'm a grown woman. Eager to prove herself, Veronica kept up a strong swirl in her hips, feeling Steve probe deep into her. The time she did this with her old boyfriend felt rushed, tense, and awkward. Steve's calm helped Veronica to feel relaxed, and she started to enjoy the feeling of having Steve buried far up in her belly. The motion started to cause jets of electricity to fire through Veronica's abdomen. Ha ha ha! She started to pant increasing the pace of her undulations. Steve felt himself penetrate her folds as she gripped his shoulders and ground down onto him. She spent a few minutes just enjoying moving on Steve, having him in her, awakening the nerve endings inside her as she moved, trying new angles. Steve traced his fingers up and down Veronica's back, tantalizing her while flexing himself in her, nibbling gently on her nipples. The stimulation from multiple sources quickly drove the young woman into a heat. The more she slithered in his grasp, the more she felt she needed to move, hungry for his approval and hungry for a frenzied climax that seemed just barely out of reach. The fiery throbbing was becoming too much for Veronica. She felt herself losing control below her waist, her tight folds clenched and unclenched on Steve's hardness. The sweet spot inside her flared alive and spread a powerful jolt through every part of her body. She bit down hard on her lip to keep from screaming. H-H-H-H-R-R-N-N-N-N-N-N She growled, still biting down but throwing her head back and writhing above Steve, her lower part soaking his hips as the came hard onto his lap. Beginning to descend from her peak, she clutched Steve by the shoulders again and looked intently into his eyes, seeming to tell him that he brought her to an incredible height. She felt determined to return the favor. Oh shit, Veronica thought as she pushed her hips over and over into Steve's lap. He doesn't have a sheath. He might come in me unless I hop off in time. Is... Is it too late? We have this arrangement now. I'm gonna show him I'm the best little thing at this he'll ever get. I think Serena has some plan B doses. The sight, 
sound and feeling of the youth writhing on top of him was making Steve lose his control. Veronica seemed really into this, trying to satisfy him and giving it her all. Steve felt, and pictured, his shaft probing into the woman's tight, coral grooves, and felt himself connecting with something primal in the beauty. Hey, Ergrig. Steve yelled as he instinctively clutched Veronica's slim waist, holding her down hard as he thundered great pulses of semen up into the shivering young woman. She continued to try to grind madly down on him, eager to show how good she could be at this. The wet aftermath of Steve's explosion started to leak out of Veronica. Finally, she slowed her pace and stopped, huffing and puffing into Steve's shoulder, leaning her head on him and hugging around his neck. So, she said quietly, I get the job, right? Yeah, yeah, Steve panted. Okay, you get the job. He slipped out of her as she moved off him, sitting back down beside him and resting her head back on the sofa. Maybe I'll take that coffee now, she said. As the two sat for a while, Steve remembered that he had come deeply into the woman. Shit, he thought, I guess I've been used to seating the other women in my arrangements. Um, Veronica, I wasn't using a condom. Are you, maybe you could get. Ah. Veronica stuttered. My friend has a stash of Plan B pills. I'll get one from her. I'll go on the birth control pill or something, for our sessions. Ah, okay, if you're sure, Steve said. After the two had a bit of coffee and their pulses had calmed down to normal, they slid back into their clothes. Listen. Veronica pointed a finger at Steve. You are to never, ever, allow my parents to find out I'm coming down here. You get it, right? Holy crap, Steve thought, she has the same expression on her face her mother did when she warned me of the same thing the other day. Absolutely, hun, there's no way anyone finds out we're seeing each other. This is our own arrangement. Okay then. Veronica shrugged, satisfied. She snaked her thin arms around Steve to give him a quick hug, then proceeded to the front door. Steve opened the door, glanced both ways down the empty hallway to make sure no one was there, then nodded to the youth. Veronica slipped into the hallway and strode confidently towards the elevators. Okay, see you in a few days. She called back to Steve. Tell me when I start around the building. Chapter 4 Squeak, 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 went the little round table in the pool cabana building on the roof of the apartment complex Steve was landlord of. Huff, 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 gasped the young lady who was face down on top of it. Twenty-year-old Veronica Delonso was bent over at the hips, her upper body resting on the table. Her pert breasts, encased in a tight t-shirt, were flattened out on the hard surface, her arms spread, clutching opposite ends of the table, and her right cheek was pressed to the cool marble. Ha ha ha! Steve panted, driving himself deeply into her from behind. He clutched the woman's long pigtails, one in each hand, and gave them gentle tugs, like he was handling reins on a sleigh. The young lady's hips were spaced a little away from the edge of the table, to give her growing baby bump room to hang down as her landlord took her. Oh, God, honey. Steve huffed. Spread your legs a bit more? Huff, huff. The lied beauty complied, inching her feet apart and taking even more of the man's rigid member deep inside her. The rhythmic pumping brought out a sheen of sweat on the pair as the summer sun warmed the sex-heavy air in the cabana. For Veronica's part, she thirsted for the electric sensation of being filled over and over, moving higher and higher on a scale of fulfillment towards a peak she had come to desire. I like that, Poppy. She murmured. Keep going, just like that. She turned her head to rest her hot forehead on the cool marble surface, which made Steve's thrusts roll her head on her neck, lifting her shoulders with each firm push. Over and over he sank himself into the pretty woman, 
feeling her wetness soak his groin. As he panted away, tightening the pull on his dark reins, he could feel himself building to the point of adding to the soaking wetness that connected the two. Here, huff, huff, huff. Steve moaned. Here it goes, huff. Veronica clutched the table's edges even harder as she felt the solid bar of Steve's shaft push deeper into her in a massive thrust. Steve gently yanked back on Veronica's pigtails so that her upper body was arched off of the table. With an urgent shove, he prodded as deep as he could go into the woman and let himself go. H-H-H-H-H-R-R-N-N-N-N-N. He came hard, pulsing a heavy gush of his seed deeply into the young woman's growing belly. Steve's firmness, aimed at the right spot inside the youth, and the sudden warmth that filled her sent her over her own peak. hi ay She tried to bite off her scream, in case there were tenants outside using the pool. Her body clamped down on Steve's shaft as a hot warmth surged inside her, and began to run down her left leg. The spent young woman lowered herself to the cool table and rested there a minute, her right cheek again nuzzled onto the tabletop. Steve ran his hands down the relaxing muscles of Veronica's t-shirt covered back as he straightened himself up and pulled out of her. More of his hot seed trickled down her sexy leg, and Steve reached for the nearby box of tissue. Wow, Han, he said in a low voice. You're amazing. Are you okay? I yes, I. The now sleepy young woman cooed. All okay. Mommy's body needs my baby daddy's seed for nourishment. She looked back at Steve and winked. Ever since you got me pregnant, I'm so horny. Good thing we have our little arrangement keeping going. Uh, yeah? Steve grinned. I still can't believe your friend copped out on you. Well, Serena usually has a bunch of morning-after pills at her place. After that first time in your apartment, I waited a few days to ask her because she always has them, but then she didn't have any and I couldn't get one by a few days, so... She trailed off. Too late. She shrugged. Well, you'll get help with this kid, okay? Steve assured her. I'll be here to help. And it's so weird. Veronica became more animated as she spoke. Then my mommy got pregnant too. I think my parents have been trying for another little baby. But at the same time? They'll help me too, they said. Uh, yeah, that's really weird. Steve choked as he remembered impregnating Sophia, Veronica's mother. The mother and daughter were among the several women in Steve's building that had accepted some rent money back each month in exchange for some private adult playtime with Steve. And there are a few other women in the building pregnant too. Veronica prattled on, not putting two and two together with her mother. Ha, you're not their fathers too, right? The rumor is you've got several of the building's wives seeing you in arrangements for some rent money refund, right? At least I stopped you from snaring and why mommy that way. She smiled and winked again. Not bloody likely, Steve thought back. I took your pregnant mommy as she rode me two nights ago in my apartment and filled her full of semen, like I just did you. If the two women ever found out Steve had impregnated them both, he was sure he'd be a dead man. And what did you tell your parents again? Steve confirmed. That you slept with some random guy at a party? Aye, yes, I. Veronica drawled. That way they cannot know who the baby's papa is. She smiled coyly. Is this my family's rent refund? She smiled, skipping over to the cabana's countertop, where Steve had placed a wad of bills. She scooped them up and leafed through them, counting. Thank you, Mr. Landlord Man, she grinned. After putting their clothing back in order, Steve unlocked the cabana door and slipped out, removing the closed sign on it. He wandered over to the pool's tool closet and fidgeted with the various scoopers and poles. A few minutes later, Veronica sidled out and strolled over to him. By then, several of the building's residents had congregated at the pool, 
lounging on the deck chairs and splashing in the water. None had seemed to be looking at the cabana to see Steve and the thin, pregnant youth slip out. Veronica had taken a job as the building's helper anyway, and the tenants were used to seeing her doing odd jobs around the grounds. You're still not going to hose down the pool cover today, are you? Steve asked her. Look, you're getting a lot bigger, you know? Just leave it and I'll do that. It shouldn't be done by, you know, by someone in my delicate condition. Veronica finished for him, frowning. I told you before, Mr. Landlord Man, I can still do things carefully and earn my keep. So that pool cover is lying down over there, and all I need to do is blast it with this hose. She smiled mischievously. Like I just got blasted with a hose. S-H-H-H-H. Steve implored her, looking around nervously. No one had heard the youth. Geez, she really likes to tweak my nerves. Steve thought. Okay, okay. He gave up. But the second you feel like that's enough, go and get some rest. That's an order. Oh, S.I., Mr. Landlord Man, sir. The young woman giggled. Later I'm going shopping with my mommy anyway. We're getting some maternity clothes together. It's so weird to think that her baby, my new brother or sister, will be M.Y. baby's uncle or auntie. She giggled. Maybe a closer relationship than that. Steve thought as he retreated downstairs. As Veronica began to stretch out the large tarp-like pool cover on the open area of the deck, a young couple from the building seemed to be arguing at one of the tables. It's okay, I'm sure, dear. The wife, seated on one of the deck chairs, consoled the husband. You're not going to be demoted forever. Give the company a few more months and they'll need you back as the unit supervisor. Veronica half-listened as the couple continued their mild bickering. The husband... A fairly muscular guy with short cut brown hair looked angry. He threw back the deck chair he was about to sit in, causing it to fall over backwards. Looking around, he spied Veronica holding the hose. Hey, you! Girl! He yelled at her. Me? Veronica asked him, arching an eyebrow. Who the hell do you think I'm addressing, girly? Of course, you. Why don't you people take care of this crap properly? This chair has dirt all over it. I was about to sit in it. What the hell is the matter with you types? You can't even keep a simple setup like this clean, he ranted. He happened to drop a racial slur in his disgusting tirade. You asshole, Veronica thought your poor wife. Married to suck a dick. Ah, uh, I'll get to it right away, she responded. Mr. Former unit supervisor stalked off to the other side of the deck where the vending machine stood. Veronica hurried over to pick up the chair and use the hose to gently wash it off. Oh, I'm sorry. The wife apologized to Veronica, looking sheepish. Things have been rough for us for a few months. Derek is just out of sorts. He didn't mean anything by it. And you in your condition, she'd scared. The woman shook her head in exasperation over her husband's outburst, which caused her long red hair to cascade down her supple back. Veronica noticed that she was a pretty lady, with perhaps C-cup breasts, a narrow waist helping shape a firm stomach, and slender hourglass hips which stretched her bikini bottom. Firm and shapely legs wound down to her feet, tucked into poolside sandals. As Veronica quickly cleaned the chair, the embarrassed young woman began to form a plot in her head. A nasty little plot to take care of Mr. Unit Supervisor. I can try to get this woman to meet Mr. Landlord Man on the sly like I am, she thought. If they need money, and her husband is such an asshole, maybe I can work on her to fuck Steve. Let's see if that asshole has time to worry about bossing me around when his wife is getting seated by the landlord. But how? It's, it's okay, Veronica told the woman. Unfortunately, I'm used to it. Lots of people treat me like crap, not just your husband. I'm happy, though, 
because I have something that gets me by, makes me happy, and you know, add some money to my wallet too, really now? The wife remarked. That sounds wonderful. What's your secret? Oh, you wouldn't want to know it. Veronica baited the woman. I don't think it would be for someone like you. You have such a loving husband. She hinted. It's also, you know, a little naughty, well, do tell. The wife smiled. With the way things have been going, I could use a little money and happiness. Ah, maybe I could say. Veronica teased. But not with your husband here. This is, you know, just for us women. Veronica smiled conspiratorially. Oh, well then, I'll flag you down later. I see you around the building all the time. And please call me Maddie. I'm on the fourth floor with my husband, Derek, and our daughter Emma, see Maddie. Veronica stumbled on the awkward name for her. Later is okay. I'm Veronica. Veronica slipped away from the pool deck, smiling inside her mind. About a week later, Maddie spotted Veronica putting a vacuum cleaner away in the supply closet in the fourth floor hallway. She approached the young woman with a smile. Oh, hi, Veronica, Maddie said. I see you're keeping busy, not getting overheated in this weather, I hope. Ah, well, overheated, yes, but not because of the working. Veronica grinned at the older woman. Is now a good time for a brief chat? Maddie asked. I've been wondering what you meant by your little trick to get some money and happiness. Ah, yes, well, I can tell you, but it has to be a secret, for just as women, okay? Veronica told her in a low voice. Some people may not like it, but you know, have you ever wanted to have a little secret that made you happy, one that you don't tell to anyone, but one that you look forward to each week? It is like that. It may sound bad to people what the secret is, but I can say, after having it, it is so good. Oh, Veronica, you're making it sound so interesting. It's nothing illegal, is it? I can't do anything like that. Maddie grinned. I know, no. Veronica said, surprised. Nothing illegal, of course. But some people, if they were to hear, they judge the other person badly, when it is not bad, just an agreement between two people. Agreement? Well, that sounds okay, Maddie urged. Fill me in. Well, Veronica lowered her voice, looking up and down the hall to make sure no one was there. You know Steve, our landlord? Maddie nodded. Well, Veronica continued. He offers to only some women you know a special program to return some of the family's rent money to them. Oh, well, that sounds good. Maddie nodded, matching Veronica's whisper. And for that, the younger woman continued. The woman agrees to go and meet with Steve, maybe a time or two a week, to, ah, uh, enjoy some private time together. Just secret, you see? Veronica grinned coyly. They have sex? Maddie exclaimed, forgetting about the whispering. The two women looked around frantically to make sure they were alone. I-S-H-H-H-H. Veronica admonished. It is nothing, okay? But is some money, especially for the women who need some, and really is nothing to go see Steve. He is a good, kind man. Ah. Maddie stammered with raised eyebrows. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could do that at all. I'm not a cheater. But Veronica had caught a glimpse of a glimmer in her eyes, of her considering the pros and cons of an arrangement like that. Yes is not for everyone, Veronica confided. Just for brave women, who want to feel more appreciated, who want to enjoy some time to make her feel really good, to make her wallet bigger. She smiled, each phrase scoring a hit in Maddie's mind. The two made some small talk, paving over the verbal exchange before going their separate ways. Over the next few weeks, Veronica saw Maddie several times in the hallways by the pool, in the building's mailroom. Each time, 
The younger woman pushed Maddie a bit more. Had she considered the arrangement? Had she thought about all the ways she could feel more appreciated? Had she thought about how she could use the extra money? Veronica could tell her words were slowly affecting the pretty redhead. The following week, Maddie was at her desk at work, filling out account forms, when her best friend at work, Jen, sidled up to her desk. During the morning break, Maddie had told Jen about her talk with Veronica and the system their landlord had in place. Jen didn't seem surprised at all. Jen grinned down at Maddie and said, So, have you given any more thought to enjoying some you time away from your husband? Oh, uh, I don't think I could do it. Maddie murmured. Are you kidding? Jen hissed. Didn't your husband Derek have an affair with the secretary at his building a few years ago? Well, yes, but we've gotten past that. We dealt with it, and it's all in the past. Besides, I don't want the trouble, even though the money would come in handy. This shitty place pays peanuts and Derek had a pay cut. It's just that I don't think I've got it in me to go fuck another guy. Oh, seriously. Jen admonished. You know that most of the girls here have taken lovers, right? See Sandra over there? She's been fucking her neighbor Adam for seven years behind her husband's back. And Joni in accounting? Her middle son is from her side piece Justin, not her hubby. I know, but... Maddie said forlornly. I just don't think I could do it. You know, betrayal, secrets. Oh, please, if I didn't go see John a couple of times a week. Jen trailed. I don't know how I'd handle everything. My husband Richard doesn't exactly, you know, reach places. She grinned. And secrets? Sure, no one can ever know, but it's only a big deal in people's mind. Once I park on John's road on the way home from work, and I'm inside, where no one can see us. She stared off with a slightly dreamy look. I can just dig into him, you know? Sometimes it's quick. I just need to have him in my mouth, or his on me, or wrap my legs around his back, and then scoot off home to my hubby and kids. Trust me, it puts a spring in my step that lets me handle bullshit like bills, kids and meltdown, and a needy husband. It's really no big deal. But what about entanglements? Maddie asked. Like if one of you falls for the other, or you get pregnant, or, 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 or nothing. Jen cut in. It's easy if you both make agreements in the beginning. It's just sex, not emotional stuff. No dinner dates, no going to shows, no strolls in the park. And what you're describing? Shit, that's custom made, she said, almost enthusiastically. It's just sex and you get a hit of cash. For shit's sake, Maddie, why not? And okay, well there's the pregnancy thing. Jen continued, dropping her voice even lower in a conspiratorial whisper. If I'm being honest, you know my daughter Kenzie? Well, she doesn't have Richard's eyes, features, or temperament, but she has John's. Well, she shrugged. What's the big deal? As far as Richard knows, Kenzie is his daughter. Who cares? Whoa, Maddie said, taking all this in. Her mind started spinning with the advice and possibilities. She was sure she'd never have any feelings for Steve. It would just be sex, and the money to go along with it, right? She wasn't on the pill but she and Derek were open to the possibility of another child. Wait. What was she thinking? It was as if she had partly accepted Steve's arrangement in her mind. No. She couldn't do this, could she? Yuff. Steve grunted, pushing his hips forward with gusto. The thrust shoved Mary further upwards on Steve's bed. Steve was standing at the side of his bed, buried to the hilt inside Mary, the married mother's long blonde hair splayed out across Steve's bedsheet. The pregnant woman's sock-clad feet were propped up on Steve's shoulders, and her fists grasped around bunches of sheet, 
clenching and unclenching to the rhythm of Steve's driving thrusts. On top of her left fist, her wedding ring sparkled in the late afternoon light. Burn! Mary grunted as Steve probed deep into her. Ha, huh, hurry up and come in me. My husband and kid will be waiting for some dinner. She gasped. Steve picked up his pace, reaching as deeply as he could, savoring the soft feeling of Mary's hot, wet coral folds undulating around his shaft. As he repeatedly drove into her, she started to gasp audibly, her head and shoulders rocking into the mattress. She closed her eyes as Steve's relentless pumping hit her electric zones, his groin mashing into her damp mound, which, against her conscious orders, was straining to open itself to Steve's body. Mary tried to clamp down on the molten heat that rapidly rose in her belly, but it was no use. As Steve's back-and-forth movements ramped up, Mary's body let go, and wave after wave of uncontrollable heat ripped through her, causing her body's muscles to clench, her toes to curl hard, and her womanhood to seize up around Steve's intruding member. H-A-A-A-A! She yelled, rearing her head back and clenching Steve's neck with her ankles. A gush of hot moisture at Steve's loins told him that the woman had come hard, and her legs quivered into jelly as Steve grasped them, continuing to pump firmly. Ha! Hey-a-wa! H-A-A-R-R-N-N-N-N-N! Steve yelled himself, erupting an enormous load into the woman's midsection. He bucked hard and followed his initial spurt with short, staccato pumps, his hips helping his body to empty itself deep into the married woman. Oh! He trailed off, the final jets of semen filling Mary and washing up into her body. Mary's legs slid down to either side, and Steve gently rubbed her baby belly, withdrawing from her and straightening up. A line of semen briefly connected his tip to her labia, before it snapped apart and stuck to Mary's right thigh. Ooh, honey, you're amazing! That was intense! Steve smiled down at her. Shut up, asshole! Mary snapped. And I told you, don't call me honey, that's for Dean to call me. Yeah, Steve thought to himself, not for the first time, he'd have a few other names for you if I told him I'm the father of that kid in you but what he said was, Okay, okay, sorry, I forgot. As Mary eased herself up, a pulse of semen ran out of her and pooled on Steve's sheet. Hand me my panties and skirt. She barked. Steve was used to her snide attitude. Although he hadn't really blackmailed the woman into their arrangement, she acted like he had. For you, milady, Steve said, laying down a pile of bills beside her. Mary snatched up the money and quickly counted it, looking up at her landlord. What if I wanted a bit more? She ventured. Well, we could talk about it. Steve told her. Would you want to come by a bit more often? Humph! Mary flipped her hair in response. Maybe. After the pair had dressed, Steve let her out his front door. She stalked off into the hallway and headed to her apartment. About twenty minutes later, Steve was sitting on his sofa watching TV. He felt like he was several pounds lighter after emptying himself into Mary. He doubted he could go another round until the next day, when Sophia, Veronica's mother, was scheduled to drop by for a session. Suddenly, his doorbell chimed. Opening the door, he was surprised to see Veronica standing there, a mysterious smile on her face and her dark hair pulled into a sexy topknot. Steve thought his next session with the young woman wasn't for another two days. Oh. Veronica. Hi. Um, I thought we were going to meet on Friday. Steve asked. Ahala, Mr. Landlord Man. Veronica purred. Friday, S.I. I wanted to come by to tell you something. It is, ah, uh, about a woman. Oh, shit. Steve thought, did she find out I impregnated her mother? Ha, well, if it's about this woman, go ahead. Steve joked. The youth slanted her head as a puzzled look came over her. 
This woman? Ah, you mean me. No, not me. Steve let her in and they sat on his sofa. Veronica briefly explained how she had been talking up Maddie to join Steve's rent discount program. Wait, what? Steve almost shouted. You've been going around recruiting women in the building for this. I know. Veronica gasped. Not that thing you said. Just one woman. This woman you know, this Maddie with a husband Derek and a daughter Emma, on the fourth floor. Steve nodded, of course he knew them. Well, Mrs. Maddie might be a good woman too, you know. Give some rent money back to and you see her like you see me. Steve thought about the woman. Sure, she was a looker, long red hair and tight body, but he had reservations. Now wait here, little missy. Steve frowned. Veronica beamed at the sexy little title he had given her. I'm not about to go revealing these arrangements to just whoever in the building, okay? That could get us, me, in a lot of trouble. Why do you want me to start having, uh, sessions with her anyway? Okay, okay, I know. Veronica soothed him. It's just, her husband, Mr. Derek Mann, he treats me very bad. He yells at me and makes me feel like I'm garbage. Also, they need the money and I know that the woman, the Maddie, she isn't very happy, with you know. She trailed off. Ah, geez. Steve looked up at the ceiling. Okay, well, I'll talk to her if she wants, but you have to promise me to keep this quiet. And no more, um, recruiting. See, Mr. Landlord Man. Veronica beamed, leaning her head on Steve's shoulder. No more that thing. But what she thought was, okay, Mr. Asshole, let's see if I can't get your wife fucked by another man. Maddie sat in the parents' gallery of the neighborhood's dance studio, holding her husband Derek's hand as the two watched their daughter Emma's dance practice. Aw, look at her eyes. Maddie murmured to Derek. She's in heaven. I'm so glad she found this, and took to it. I think it helps her with, uh, our more restricted lifestyle over the past few months. Well, Derek frowned. It's about to get a lot more restrictive. It doesn't look like we can afford the cost of this place as things are going. A look of shock came over Maddie's face. Oh, we can't take her out of this. Don't, don't say anything to her. I think I can get my sister to help us out temporarily. But fat chance of that is what she thought. Well, maybe for the time being. But Emma may have to find something else, unless something changes. Unless, unless something changes, Maddie thought. Two nights later, Steve sat at his sofa. It had been about ten minutes after Veronica had left, with a fresh belly full of Steve's load. His doorbell rang, and opening it, he saw the stunning redhead, wearing a tight-fitting top and skirt with her hair pulled back in a long ponytail. She wore large sunglasses, as if she didn't want to be recognized. Oh. Hi. Uh, Maddie. Ah, Veronica told me you might stop by. Come in. Steve escorted the wife and mother to his sofa. Um, I guess you know why I'm here, Maddie said in a soft voice. Know that I'm totally not reconciled to this. This is just a visit to talk. I don't think I can, ah, participate in your little program. Of course, no worries, Steve said, confused as to why the redhead was sitting on his sofa if she didn't want to go through with this. It's, it's just that, uh, money is really tight now, and our daughter Emma, she really needs to keep going to her dance classes. Oh, sure, Steve said, calmly encouraging the woman on. And, um, I thought maybe if there were some other way to ask for some rent money back each month. I can cook, I can do a lot of things. Oh, well, Steve ran his hands through his hair. Unfortunately, I really don't need anything. The building has a helper position filled, and, uh, I cook my own meals. I see. Maddie said flatly. 
There seemed to be no other way. And, uh, just theoretically, if I agreed to your arrangement, how would that go exactly? Exactly? Steve laughed. Well, I don't know about exactly, but I could find a way to take out a big wad of bills from your family's rent payment each month, and you could, uh, come see me a time or two a week. We could just, you know, enjoy some private time and help each other unwind. That money would at least cover Emma's dance classes, Maddie thought. But Derek, I just can't. But, in some ways I've never stopped thinking about him plowing that slut of a secretary. Well, I'd need to, uh, think about it, Maddie said, looking downcast. Would, would you use a condom? Um, well, that's, ah, uh, that's usually part of what I ask for on my end, Steve explained. That we don't really need that. For my part, that's what I'd want, no condom. Oh, well, then, that's out, Maddie asserted. I can't, can't do that to my husband. Steve noticed that Maddie still looked very uncertain, like she was trying to justify it to herself and failing. I don't have any diseases, I know that, do you? Steve said. No. Maddie stammered. No diseases. But, uh, I'm not on the pill or anything. I could get pregnant. Would you need to come inside me? That's kind of like the point for me anyway. Steve mumbled. This conversation was getting a bit awkward. Steve was picking up on the extreme reluctance Maddie was exuding. The woman was clearly fretting though, rubbing one elbow with her hand. Um, I'll I'll have to think about it for a while, she whispered. Take all the time you need, Maddie, I'm right here when you want, Steve assured her. After giving Steve a pained look, Steve walked her to the door and out into the hall. As Maddie walked towards the elevator, Steve was passed by a family heading out of the building. Ravi led his kids through the hall, trailed at the end by his wife Amrita. As the heavily pregnant beauty swayed by in her sari, she stopped briefly to turn around and caught Steve's eye. I see you tomorrow. She mouthed at him. Steve smiled, nodded, and went back inside. Two nights later, Maddie strode purposefully to Steve's door. Approaching it from down the hall, she saw the door slowly open and a woman seemed to stagger out. She looked quite like Veronica, the young building helper, only an older version. Maddie noticed the modest baby bump the woman was sporting as she rubbed her lower stomach with one hand, her head with the other, and gasped an audible, Hulu, as she headed to the elevator. Suddenly, she heard her name called out. Maddie! She turned and saw her husband Derek coming out of the mailroom door just down the hall, holding the day's pamphlets and envelopes. What are you doing here? Oh, hi, honey! Maddie almost shouted guiltily. I was just going to ask the landlord about the recycling at the building. I think Emma has a school project. She stammered as she accompanied her husband back up to their apartment. I'll just ask him another time. It was another three days before Maddie had the opportunity to knock on Steve's door again. Hi there, Red. Steve smiled at her, letting her in. He looked up and down the hall before shutting the door. Maddie had stalked to his sofa and sat herself down, Steve following. Look, I'm not, I'm not a cheater. Maddie asserted. I don't cheat on my husband. But, um, it turns out, I need the money and, and things. I understand, Steve said. No one would ever call you a cheater. But you, you'd like to take me up on the arrangement? He carefully asked. Well, Maddie seemed to wail. Well, I'm here now, and, and, she trailed off. Suddenly, she reached to her waist and pulled her t-shirt up and over her head, revealing her brine-cased bounty to her landlord her lower lip quivering a bit. She set her shirt down beside her and reached down to take off her shoes. Steve wanted to treat the conflicted woman gently and reassure her. He got up and went to the lockbox in the next room 
and returned with a wad of bills. He set it down on the coffee table in front of the redhead. Her eyes watched the money hungrily. Steve took her hand pulled her to stand up. It's okay, honey, why don't we, you know, relax over here? Steve led her down the hallway to his bedroom. Once inside, Maddie seemed to resign herself a bit more to what was about to happen. She turned to Steve and ran her hands over his chest, looking up at him expectantly. Steve stood her right up against the bed and gently pressed on her shoulders. She dutifully sat on the bed cover, where Mary had been taken a few days before, and her landlord ran his hands up Maddie's supple, black stocking encased legs to the top of her skirt, which he tugged down. Maddie popped her hips up to let Steve draw her skirt and panties down to the ground. Steve left her sexy stockings on, but ran the backs of his fingers gently across the woman's neck and shoulders, moving them around to the back of her neck and down to her bra clasp. With a careful tweak, Maddie's black bra opened up and ran down her arms. She waved it off, and it fell to the floor. Her large breasts seemed to give a little bounce as they were freed, finding their new center of gravity. Since Maddie didn't seem to be about to disrobe Steve, he handled that himself, quickly slipping off his clothes. Look, Maddie asserted. This, this is just going to be this one time, okay? If maybe if I decide to do more, what do you call them, sessions? Then maybe I'll think about it, but I'll just see how this one time goes. I'm not a cheater. Of course. Do you think you wouldn't mind? Steve moved his still soft shaft up to Maddie's face. Uh, if, if you need me to, I guess. Maddie said with wide eyes. I don't really do that for Derek. Steve placed the tip of his member on Maddie's lips, and she gently took him in. Steve's foreskin was brushed back by the woman's teeth when she sucked him in, and she froze for a brief second at the feeling of having Steve's warm, soft manhood filling part of her mouth. She began a soft, slow pumping with her head, working up some spit and feeling Steve harden and enlarge on her tongue. What am I doing? She thought frantically. I'm giving a blowjob to another man. Did did that secretary slut go down on Derek? She wondered. Did she take him in her mouth? She knew he was married. Did she swallow my husband's seed? With each question in her mind, Maddie bobbed with increasing abandon on Steve's now rigid manhood. Ah, uh, Steve groaned. If Maddie kept up like this, he was going to fill her mouth in short order. He gently took the married woman's head in his hands and stopped her pulling out of her fiercely sucking mouth with a soft pop. She looked up at him as if unsure where she was, as if suddenly coming to her senses. Maddie suddenly turned over to a kneeling position, pointing her backside at Steve and burying her face downwards into the pillows at the head of the bed. Can. Can we start like this? She asked. Steve realized that Maddie wanted to hide from what she was doing, and this position would be more impersonal, wouldn't be as intimate. Sure, honey, he murmured. He ran his hands over her supple hips and gently squeezed the base of her taut, narrow waist. God, she's hot, he thought. Since she obviously wasn't into it yet, Steve grabbed a small bottle of lubricant off his bedside table and drizzled a bit out onto his pole, and swept a bit onto Maddie, causing her to gasp out. He reached down to his shaft to line himself up with the woman's slick labia and rested his tip up against her, savoring the hot feeling of her tight lips hugging him. Listen, Steve told her. If you really don't want to do this, it's okay. We don't have to. Just say the word whenever. Just. Maddie panted, bracing herself. Just do it. God, Derek, I'm sorry, Maddie thought. I'm sorry, but I, I have to do this. With a mild groan, Steve slowly pushed himself into the woman, one hand holding her tone back and the other grasping a firm hip. 
Moving carefully, Steve savored the feeling of each of Maddie's ripples as he probed deeper into her. He didn't stop until he bottomed out, pushing his groin right up to Maddie's ass. The tense woman had propped herself up in that face-down kneeling position so that her taut frame provided a strong brace against which Steve could lean himself. Grasping her hourglass hips, Steve began a slow pumping motion, withdrawing partway and pushing back deep into Maddie's tunnel. Ah, I am. Maddie groaned in response to the gentle thrusting. Steve thought she was gasping to get herself used to the idea, rather than because of actual enjoyment. On some of the thrusts, Steve plunged deep and clutched Maddie's hips to his body, stopping his pumping long enough to flex himself in her. Each of those times caused enough reaction in Maddie that she clutched wads of bedsheet tight in each fist. Maddie breathed as deeply as she could, trying to relax her body to what was happening. She had rarely felt so full, and when Steve froze for a second in his pumping to hold her against him and flex, she felt as if her loins would split. She focused on the hard throbbing deep in her core. God, you're so hot, honey, Steve murmured. As he continued his undulating movements, trying to bury himself as far as he could go in the married redhead, he reached a hand down to gently caress the hardening nub of her clitoris, perched right under Steve's probing shaft, while his other hand held her lower back down. I am ah. Maddie's moans began to pick up. Maddie started to feel the electric shimmer of her nerves slipping out of her control as Steve repeatedly plunged into her. What am I doing? She tried to tell herself. I'm not going to come. I'm not going to come on another guy's cock. After several minutes of pushing himself up against Maddie's frame and stretching as deeply as he could into her, and hearing the woman's gasping rise from quiet, forced releases into louder, sincere surrenders, Steve stopped his pumping and slowly, tantalizingly, pulled out of her. Maddie panted with a whimper, as if asking, Why are you stopping? Steve carefully flipped her right ankle and leg over, to twist the woman onto her back. I'd like to get on top here, Han, he said. Maddie obediently scooted over to rest her head on Steve's pillows and straightened out on the bed, her red hair fanning out, but she held her knees prudishly together. As Steve climbed over her, he gently separated her stocking-clad legs, and she slowly complied. Steve moved himself over her body and rested his hips against the inside of her thighs. His weight pushed her legs all the way down, opening her up to him again. He moved the tip of his shaft to her slick entrance and again slid into her, not stopping until he hit bottom. Yuff. Maddie exhaled as if winded, not believing how deeply she felt skewered. Her hands rose to clutch her landlord's elbows, and Steve cradled the top of her head with his right hand, his left slipping under her right shoulder and clutching on to help hold the woman in place. By now, the woman's hot wetness was running out of her, and it certainly wasn't all caused by the lubricant. Steve began his gentle pumping again, digging even deeper into her in this position. From on top of her, he could rest his body partly on the woman's supple frame and give more of his energy to picking up a strong pace, railing into the woman with growing relentlessness. He loved the feel of the woman's large breasts pressed into his chest, and as he thrust back and forth, he would rub up against her front. Maddie felt her nipples harden like diamonds, sending jolts of pleasure into her as the man dug deep inside her belly, obviously appreciating all her parts. I will not come, she kept huffing to herself. Ha ha ha! Steve grunted, on the brink of his release. I'm, I'm gonna let go, honey. He continued to prod hard, as deep as he could go. Maddie fretted, oh God. There's no going back after this. I'm sorry, Derek. I'm sorry. Feeling Steve's shaft pulse and rear up in a hard throb inside her, Maddie instinctively locked her ankles together behind her landlord's back and twisted her left arm around Steve's neck, 
her right hand snapping down to clench his heaving ass to her body. Ha ha! Maddie screamed out, coming hard. Her liquids exploded into Steve's hips as her body betrayed her mental commands. She felt every muscle in her body seize up solid, turning her into a virtually helpless statue for the long moments that wave after wave of euphoria swept through her body, mind, and soul. Yuff! Steve grated as a heavy payload of semen thundered up into Maddie's clenching belly, seeping deep into the woman's canal in gush after gush. Ugh! Maddie cried, tears welling up in her eyes as she looked up at the ceiling and surrendered to her insemination. Although her mind was racing, her hips kept undulating, as if trying to pull as much semen from Steve as they could before he wound down. Finally, Steve's bucking slowed, and he finished emptying himself into the redhead underneath him. He lowered himself to partially rest on her body, breathing hard, and noticed that her arm was still clutched around his neck and her legs still wrapped around him. I'm, I'm not a cheater, Maddie whispered. Later, after pulling themselves together and dressed once again, the two sat on the sofa in Steve's family room. Steve pulled a few bills out of the wad on the coffee table and handed them to the quiet redhead. Well here, at least I can give you a gift for today's session, if you've decided that you don't want to go ahead with this, he said. Maddie sighed silent for what seemed like a long time. Finally, she reached over to the coffee table and picked up the whole wad of bills. Fanning them out, she counted in her mind. And, and if I were to take this whole amount for this month, she asked, when would I need to come see you again? What about Tuesday? Steve suggested. Maddie got up, slipped her shoes on, and went to the door. Steve followed, ready to open it and let her out. I'm not a cheater. Maddie gave Steve a level look, while the man's semen swam up into her. Of course not. Steve reassured her. This is a business transaction. Maddie gave it some thought. Tuesday, then, she said, and exited into the hallway as Steve let her out. As Maddie moved towards the elevator as if in a trance, Veronica looked up from down the hall. She had been putting the mop and bucket away in the first floor's supply closet. Noticing the redhead's rumpled look and listless walk, Veronica grinned a large grin. Enjoy your freshly fucked wife, Mr. Asshole, Veronica thought about the man who had screamed at her. Steve looked over and noticed her, giving the youth a smile and wave. Veronica responded with a thumbs-up sign and a wink. Wow, Steve thought. I feel sorry for the mook that crosses that Veronica. She's got a vicious streak. Oh, wait. I'm doing her mother behind her back. Steve thought it was an excellent time to turn on the TV and grab a snack. Chapter 5 Now? Amrita gasped, her thin eyebrows raised high. Steve smiled at the dark beauty, standing in her skimpy blue bikini, despite being heavily pregnant. The two were in the pool cabana building on the roof of the building in which Steve was the landlord. Well, sure, why not? He grinned. I can lock the door here real quick. Steve had been doing a few jobs in the cabana when Amrita had stepped into the warm room. Be but husband and family are playing in the pool, she stammered. I just came into cabana to look for paddle boards. Well, it's called a quickie, when people just have some fun sex really, er, quickly. Steve explained. Amrita knew that her arrangement with Steve was a bit fluid, in the way that she was supposed to see him a time or two per week but sometimes that meant being on call. Oh, you are bad man, Mr. Steve. Maybe husband or kids come in to see me. If they catch us, we both get dead. Amrita whispered. Her smile told Steve she was thinking of his suggestion. He held his hand out to her. She slowly took it and moved closer to him. You make me a bad girl. She whispered foxily, holding his hand. 
Steve reached around her to snap the lock closed on the cabana door, then led the slender woman over to the wide shelf placed underneath the window overlooking the pool. Hey, yes, you're a bad girl, he joked. You're so bad, you've been carrying around my kid in your belly for months. Steve moved Amrita, positioning her right in front of the large, plate glass window which faced out onto the pool, and bent her over the shelving unit. He ran one hand up her supple back, shoving gently to indicate that she should tilt her hips up to ready herself for him. Steve slipped his shorts and underwear down. Oh no! Amrita gasped. Right in front of window! We get caught! Relax! Steve reassured her. The blinds are down and closed. See? Someone in our position can peek out of them and see outside, but people outside are too far away to see what's happening in here. Don't worry, Ravi and your kids can't see us. And Rita noticed it was true. Moving her eyes up to a thin slit in the blinds, she saw her husband frolicking with their kids in the pool, and other building tenants lounging on deck chairs and splashing about in the water. No one could see through the blinds, and the cabana lights were off, anyway. Suddenly, the dark beauty felt Steve slide the crotch of her bikini bottom to one side and a cold dollop of something like a lube was smeared against her sex. Oof! Amrita gasped in surprise as she felt a rock-hard pole pierce her labia, and Steve carefully shoved himself forward, the slick lube easing his way in, until his groin mashed up against Amrita's predass. Yuff, oh you are bad man. She murmured softly, feeling Steve's mushroom-shaped head buried deep in her body. Despite Amrita's surrendering herself, she kept a firm upper body, propping herself up on the shelves as her landlord began sawing in and out of her, probing to her depths and pulling back. She kept glancing furtively through the blinds, making sure she could see her husband and kids, in case they began to move towards the cabana. Her family played happily though, short yards away from where their wife and mother was being taken. They could not see Amrita's head and shoulders lashing forward and back, her hair rippling with the movement, as Steve prodded strongly into her. Yuff, 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 panted the pregnant woman. Steve kept hammering into Amrita's depths, focusing on the sensations her soft internal skin was giving his member. It seemed to come alive as it was massaged by a teasing, hot wetness, and Steve could swear he almost felt a pulling suction gripping him inviting him to plunge into the woman's recesses. Steve gripped Amrita's shoulder with one hand, and her taut hip with the other, holding her prone to his thrusting. Oh, you feel amazing. The landlord groaned into Amrita's ear. So hot, silly. I feel too big to be pretty. The wife and mother huffed. Oh, no, honey, you're gorgeous. Steve assured her in a low voice, sidled up to her. I'm gonna let go in a minute. Steve lost himself in the rhythmic thrusts, focusing on the addictive sensation that came with being buried in the married woman. Amrita's little gasps and moans did much to push him towards his release. Hula! Steve groaned as he came, a flood of semen cascading up into the woman he held down in front of him. Steve gave into the primal urge to pump as much seed as he could, as deeply as he could into the prone woman, and with a giant thrust and a quiet cry of surprise Amrita was pushed forward, her face and hands thumping up against the blind-covered windows before her. The muted thump was heard from the pool deck outside. Some swimmers, including Amrita's husband and kids, stopped tossing a ball back and forth and looked over, seeing the blinds pressed up against the inside of the cabana window. They froze, clearly considering whether they should check on Amrita. But, Steve murmured, pulling out of Amrita. Sorry, honey, you drove me wild. Is, is anyone coming? Ah, Amrita panted, giving a start at the sudden void after Steve withdrew. Fast, move back, she said. Steve took a step to the side, 
and the married woman opened the blinds just enough to frame her face to the people outside. She smiled to her husband and kids, waved and laughed a little, letting them know she was okay. They shrugged and went back to their game as the blinds fell closed again. Sorry, Steve said abashed. Next time I'll try to contain myself. He smiled at Amrita and ran his hand down her large belly, slipping his fingers between her legs. He deftly snapped her bikini bottom crotch back into place, closing her up. Oh, you. Amrita pretended to look mad, but her sly grin betrayed her. So what am I supposed to do now, go for swim with family with your sperm swimming up in me? Um, Steve smiled, giving the pretty lady a once-over. Well, hold the pile of paddle boards in front of you until you get in the water, he suggested, noticing a telltale wet spot seeping into her bikini bottoms. Amrita coyly winked at Steve as she scooped up the light stack of small paddle boards. You don't come right out, she ordered. You stay here. Ravi will kill us. I'm gonna stay right here, Steve said, tired from his little workout, and moved over to the cabana's sofa. Amrita unlocked the door and left. Steve could hear her call to her family. Sorry I slipped, but everything okay. Here are paddleboards. The next day, Steve opened the door to the empty apartment unit in his building and let two young women in, followed by an older Asian couple. Right this way, Mr. and Mrs. Shao, thanks for showing this to us again. The mother said a slim, forty-something woman who entered, holding her husband's hand. And please call me Susie. The two younger women immediately fanned out and raced through the apartment. Samantha, the Caucasian with long brown hair, owed, in delight seeing the open-concept kitchen family room layout. Jiali, the young Asian woman more quietly examined the room, but the big smile on her face revealed her feelings for the apartment. These two ladies will be attending the university in town starting in a few weeks, Mr. Shao said proudly. Since they're best friends, they wanted to share a place to split the cost. Money doesn't go as far as it used to. He joked to Steve. Oh my god, mom, this place is amazing. Jiali gushed. It's so much better than the roach-infested holes we saw so far. Well, don't get used to it. Susie admonished her daughter. When we found out the price tag that goes along with it, we're not sure you two can afford it. All M.O.M. Jiali complained. It's perfect. My vanity fits just right in the second bedroom, and Sam wants the closet in the other bedroom for her mountain biking stuff. And it's right near a Mickey's, the youth said, referring to the pub across the street. Girls. Mr. Shao smiled. It, it is a hundred times cleaner than those other places. Susie quietly confided in her husband. I'd worry about the girls being in any of those places, the cost. Mr. Shao frowned at her. The couple turned to Steve. Susie piped up. It's, ah, it's a beautiful place, Steve, but it might be a bit more than we counted on, um, yeah, it lists that way with the building corporation. Steve said apologetically. I could look over the rent loan documents with you if you want. They're just down in my apartment. Steve glanced at Susie. Um, okay, sure. She responded. Alan, are you going to stay with the girls? Yeah, I'd like to check out all details of this place. Mr. Shaw responded. Steve led Susie out of the apartment and down the hall to the elevator. Walking behind her, he enjoyed stealing glances at her confident walk, her slim, pert frame, and her very long dark hair. She's really pretty, Steve thought. Her hair cascades to her ass. Maybe the rent discount. Offer? Steve escorted Susie into his apartment, where they stood in the family room. Does the building have a particular interest rate on a rent loan program? Susie asked. No, nothing like that, Steve said. Look, 
Susie said suddenly, almost cutting Steve off. You need to understand something. We've been looking at what seems like hundreds of places in this town. We live a little ways out of town, just far enough that the girls can't commute every day. Do you know the average price of a small hovel in this burg? Even the roach-infested pits? These university towns seem to charge whatever the hell they want for rent, and we need a place. The girls like this place. There must be something, ah, well, as to that. Steve said. It's really more of an informal agreement. Um, I don't want to be inappropriate, but a few of the tenants benefit from a bit of a rent discount program with me. Personally, personally? Susie asked, raising her eyebrow. Well, ah, sometimes if a lady would like to drop by my place here, it might be possible that a roll of bills from their rent money finds a way to, uh, end up back in their purses. And this is all for free, I'm sure? Susie smirked, catching on immediately. Or do they also, ah, enjoy some private time with their landlord? Naked? Ha, well, um, that might be part of the arrangement. Of course, everything is strictly voluntary. No worries if either party wants to say no or whatever, or whatever. Susie smiled. Listen, it's not that that doesn't sound good. She humored Steve, sounding like the idea would be anything but good to her. But Jolly is nineteen and I'm not having my daughter stay in a place where the landlord wants to get her in bed. Oh, well, um, no, you have this all wrong. I sort of thought, I thought you'd be paying the rent. Susie's eyes widened. Me? You want me to, oh, uh, you know I'm married, right? Well, of course, but you know, an arrangement would just be private, between only the two of us. Susie bit her lower lip. Uh, I've, I've got to get back up there. Why, why don't I think about it for a bit, and, uh, get back to you? Today is what, Wednesday? Maybe we can come back Friday to take another quick look at the place. There are a few more apartments we're seeing tomorrow and Friday, but they don't bode well. One's in that shitty McCallion building across town. We'll drop by to see this place again and I'll, I'll think about it. We need a nice place. Whatever you want, sure. Steve complied. He walked Susie back up to her husband and the girls. The next day, the Shao family and their daughter's friend Samantha were checking out a dingy, run-down, vermin-infested dump of an apartment a few blocks away. Steve was in his own apartment. Squelch, squelch, squelch. Steve sat back on his sofa his face pointed up to the ceiling. He did not see it, though, since his eyes were closed. Squelch, squelch, squelch. The sound came from Steve's lap, where a pretty, ponytailed redhead had her face buried, her similarly red lips creating a vacuum suction around Steve's shaft, and her head bobbing up and down in a regular, if reluctant, rhythm. The woman's wedding ring sparkled on her hand as she gripped the cushions on either side of them. Steve gently held Maddie's head in his hands and gave little thrusts with his hips probing deeper into the married mother's drooling orifice. Gaelak? Maddie gagged hard, hunching her shoulders to help her hold Steve in her mouth. She didn't want his eruption to soak her clothing. That would be difficult to explain to her husband. Ha ha, h-u-u-h-h-h-h-h. Steve panted, finally yelling into his climax. His right foot shot up in the air with the force of his explosion, and a generous dollop of his semen raged into Maddie's mouth. G-l-l-l-a-k-k-k. Go alop. Maddie hard swallowed, lurching her shoulders as the heavy pulse of Steve's load dropped down her throat. She followed it up with many smaller, panting gulps around Steve's shaft to help rid her mouth of the taste of semen. Gaha. Maddie moaned, popping off Steve and looking up with teary eyes. Gaha, I don't even give my husband blowjobs. You're, you're lucky it's my time of the month. Well, thanks for the offer then, Steve said breathlessly. 
If it's not a good week to, you know, have me take you, then this is a treat too. At least we know you're not pregnant. Steve dropped one hand to the sofa, a roll of bills falling out of it. Not, not so far. Maddie huffed, looking like she wanted to retch. She scooped up the bills, glancing at them quickly to make sure of their amount, and swept them into her pocket. But if you keep coming at me like you have been, it won't be long. You, you want a coffee or a bite to eat? Steve asked her politely. No, thanks. You already gave me a drink. I'm digesting your semen. Maddie looked balefully at her landlord. The next day in the late afternoon, Steve again showed the empty apartment to the Shows and Samantha. The two young ladies were still raving about it, and about how much better it was than all the others they had seen so far. Mr. Shaw was smiling a little smile, but his wife Susie was looking a little strained. It seemed that their apartment hunt had not gone well over the last couple of days. As the girls spoke about how they would set up the apartment if they managed to get this one, Susie turned to her husband and said, Sweetie, I've got to go look at these rent loan forms again. I think my friend Kathy, you know, the one in insurance, can help me get a better loan agreement. I'll just pop down to the landlords to see the forms again. Okay, honey, Mr. Shaw said. I'll watch these two brats. He joked. As Steve again escorted Susie to his apartment, he noticed that she was watching him like a hawk. More like a hawk examining a mouse that wanted to dive on. She remained silent until they got into Steve's place. Um, do you think you'd like to talk about getting the apartment? Steve asked in a small voice. Listen, Susie said, staring straight at Steve. I've been, thinking, about your little agreement planned for a couple of days. It might be possible that it has certain ah attractions for me. I need to get more particulars and such, but um, you know, I would never normally think about something like this. I'm not that kind of woman, to go around cheating on my husband. Of course not. Steve assured her, but thought, yeah, I've heard that before. And no one cheats on their spouses until they deal. Now you listen to me, mister. Susie commanded, walking right up to Steve's face so that he backed up, thumping into the wall behind him. Susie tapped a long-nailed index finger into his chest. I've got an agreement for you. You will rent that apartment to my daughter and her friend. You will provide me with that rent, discount, you mentioned. And I, she said firmly, will direct our little, what did you call them? Sessions? I will direct our little sessions. I'm looking for something specific, and it just might be that you can provide it. You will provide it. Uh, provide what now? Steve stammered. I've I've got, shall we say, a strong sex drive. Susie grinned mischievously. My husband, I love him, but he's basically a twice-a-monther. I, I find myself needing more. And I need to be in charge. And, and to be told nice things. Lots of nice things. Susie murmured, looking down coyly. Um, I, I guess so. Steve stuttered. Okay, sure, why not? The only problem is, there was this other family that expressed interest in the apartment. Well, they're not getting it. Susie stated. She grabbed Steve by his lapels and began to push him down the hallway towards the closed doors. Now, which one is your room? Th this one. Steve managed to whisper, grabbing the doorknob and twisting it open. Susie kept pushing him backwards into his bedroom. Are, are we going to have a, um, session now? Oh, we're sealing this deal now. Susie said. No other family is taking this apartment. With that, she bumped Steve up against his bed and gave him a hard shove, knocking him down onto his back on his mattress. He tried to sit up, but Susie, relentlessly, shoved him back down as she straddled his waist, sitting down on his hips so he couldn't move. 
Do you have an unopened toothbrush? She asked. You want to sleep over? Steve asked with surprise. Don't be stupid. She replied. I need an excuse. Um, yeah, I've got a few. Susie pulled out her cell phone and thumbed a quick text message to her husband. Looks like we might get the apartment. I'm just walking over to the drugstore, get a few things for the girls. I'll be back in a bit, dot, okay, came her husband's response. I'll check out the pool and gym room with the girls. Stay down. We have to be quick this time. Susie ordered. Steve lay there as she quickly yanked his shorts and underwear off, then his t-shirt. Laying there naked, Steve felt like he was being prepared like a pork roast for dinner. For her part, Susie quickly stripped down, revealing small but firm shapely breasts and a small patch of hair at the intersection of her shapely legs. She jumped back on top of Steve, perched once again on his waist. She stared balefully down at him, like a predator eyeing her prey. What? Steve asked. You're not ready for me. Susie growled, eyeing his soft member. Well, give me AWOH. Steve gasped as the pretty Asian woman swooped down on him, scooping up his flaccid cock with her mouth, and biting down a little, reared back on all fours, sucking Steve deep into her mouth as if eating him up. With a powerful suction and perhaps a little too much teeth for Steve's liking, she yanked him deeper into her mouth and started to pull and suck. Her powerful movements reminded Steve of a bird he saw on the lawn, yanking a worm out of the ground. Gaha! Steve moaned. Susie maintained the strength of her ministrations, but now added a gush of warm saliva to the friction that repeatedly ran up and down his pole, causing it to stand at a rigid attention that Steve was unused to not being able to control. MMMFF gluck 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 came the panting, rapid sounds from Susie's throat. For Steve's part, he tried to just lay back and let the determined woman handle things, although he felt a little roughed up by her vehement ministrations. He was surprised by her ferocity but couldn't deny that her eagerness had caused his member to throb with a hardness that he couldn't control. Gluck, gluck, gluck. Susie popped her mouth off Steve's rigid shaft, noisily sucked some saliva into her mouth, and slowly looked up at him. The predatory look hadn't left her face, and she was now crawling in a lazy, relaxed way up Steve's midsection. She stopped when her glistening hips were poised over Steve's waist. Steve could feel the heat radiating from the woman's loins. Each of her knees suddenly clamped up against Steve's sides, and she rose up erect, clasping her hands over her head and stretching upwards, languidly, like a cat about to gut a mouse. Her head lolled from side to side as her long hair swayed behind her, her eyes closed, as if in a trance. What are you? Steve started. Quiet, Susie ordered. I'm gonna ride you senseless, and you're gonna tell me what you like about me. You're gonna tell me everything. Well, sure, I... Steve got out, before Susie clamped a hand over his mouth to cut him off. Starting intently into Steve's eyes, her other hand reached down, slowly, feeling for the firm, wet pole that was swaying right beneath her. Her hand found its mark, and she clutched it in a strong grip, causing the landlord to gasp. Susie peered down at him, an appraising look on her face. She set the head of Steve's shaft up against the warm, moistening lips between her thighs, and then used her hands to steady herself on Steve's chest. She lifted her body for the inch, or so it took to straighten her back and align her opening with Steve's hard member, closed her eyes, and then slowly lowered herself. A-A-F-F! Steve gasped as he felt the woman's hot, wet tightness envelop him. As she slunk down Steve's shaft, Susie made little gyrating movements with her hips, her hands still holding the man down by the chest. Finally, at last, she settled down all the way, 
sitting her ass down on Steve's thighs. Flexing her internal muscles, she tested the feeling of the landlord's girth inside her. Um, you're deep. Really deep. Susie moaned. She started to writhe. Steve's eyes were getting a treat, watching the pretty Asian woman undulate her slim body in waves, forward and back, rocking her hips in cock-gobbling twists, causing Steve's member to be pushed deeply into her. Her hourglass frame rose and fell, her hands still pressed hard on Steve's chest. Oh, honey, you can really move. You. Steve started. Say it. Keep going. Tell me more. What am I like? Susie interrupted. Gah. Steve moaned up at her. It's like your tunnel is gripping me hard. Your movements are driving me crazy. The more you move, the deeper I feel inside you. Your hot wetness is tighter than anything. You're pulling my soul into you. More. Tell me more. Keep going. Susie growled, picking up the pace of her riding. What about my firm little breasts? What about them? Say it. Susie gasped down at Steve. God. They're like pert little rocks. They're perfect. They could scratch my face up. Steve panted, the pretty Asian above him repeatedly grinding her hips down onto his own. You're so hot. You're firm. Pert breasts are hard as diamonds. I'm buried so deep in you I'm fucking your lungs, aren't I? Gah! It was Susie's turn to groan, Steve's worship ramping up her sexual frenzy. She pumped herself on Steve's shaft harder and faster, arching her back as she rose and dropped. The worship is like a drug to her, Steve realized. The woman's frantic pace made him want to oblige. Your hot legs are squeezing me like a clamp. God, your tight skin needs my tongue all over it. You're fucking me into a stupor, G-A-H-H-H. I think I feel your cervix. You're a hot minx. I want to grab your gorgeous hair and yank it as I pump you. Good, good boy. Susie moaned, closing her eyes again, riding Steve harder in search of her elusive release. Now put your fucking back into it. More. What else? Yuff. Steve let out. I need to press my fingers along your firm back. I want to run my hands down your spine and grab your hot, writhing little ass while I'm buried in you. Yes. Susie's long dark hair swayed back and forth as she rode him, undulating her hips, turning her hips and back almost into S-shapes over and over. M more. R-R-R-R. Steve continued, using the feelings Susie was causing in his body for inspiration. Your tight, thin legs make me want to grab M and hold them apart while I inject you with my load and make you scream. His hands ran up her smooth legs, then up her stomach to her firm breasts. Your stomach is so tight, you make me want to come all over it. He started to massage her breasts, a task made difficult since the married mother had started to sway with abandon on him. With each roll of her hips, Steve felt his shaft pierce far up into her midsection, brushing across the rippling folds deep inside her. His invading shaft caused Susie to start to gasp in high-pitched moans. A moist, internal suction sound filled the room each time Susie pulled her hips back, only to be met with audible, squelch, sounds as she plunged down again and again. Oh, Susie moaned, treating Steve's body like an amusement park ride. I'm, I'm gonna let go. I'm gonna let go all over your hips. What else? What else about me? Say it. Ah, Lord. Steve gasped out. You're smoking hot, tight little waist. I want to grab around it and hold you down while I explore every inch of your goddess body. I want to hit all your notes and make you scream. The paralyzing wave of muscle-clenching euphoria slammed into Susie's midsection then swept through her whole body. Pushing her hands down hard on Steve's chest, she arched her back hard, throwing her head back, and wailed her orgasm. 
Itch, 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 Susie's knees and legs quaked, as a hot gush of wetness coated Steve's hips. Steve thought that the woman climaxed hard more because of the verbal worship she was hearing than from the physical sex. Still quivering, Susie picked up the pace of her riding as soon as she could, realizing that Steve hadn't finished yet. I'm gonna make him come. I'm gonna make him surrender everything into me, she thought. She kept bucking on Steve, drawing his member into her slick tunnel, repeatedly pushing her hips down on him and glaring at his face. Are you, are you gonna lose your shit because of me? She cooed to him. Are you gonna lose your shit all inside me? The relentless woman taunted. I'm, I'm gonna send you back to your family inseminated. Steve huffed up at her. You're, Susie panted. You're gonna give yourself up inside me. You're gonna give up your male power into me. Do it, do it. On the verge of releasing himself up into the rocking woman, Steve thought, I'll give her a little taste of her own medicine, and reached up behind Susie with his right hand, grasping a handful of her swaying hair, and tugged down none too gently. Susie gasped as her head was pulled back, giving her a brief view of the ceiling. Continuing her ceaseless undulating, she smirked like a hunter about to spring her trap, and forced her head back towards Steve. His pulling grasp had caused his torso to rise up a little off the bed. While Steve was on the threshold of blowing his seed, the married Asian woman suddenly clutched his shoulders and rammed him back down into the mattress, all the while grinding down hard into his hips over and over. Steve felt completely taken. He surrendered himself. Huh, H-A-A-A-R-R-R-G-G-G-G-G. Steve came hard, pumping torrent after torrent of his seed deep up into the rocking woman's middle. Hulu! He groaned helplessly, feeling like he was emptying his soul into the hot, clutching womanhood that held him in a vice-like grip. Susie had not slowed her rocking pace for a moment. As the frantic pace of their pumping finally slowed, Susie curled her tired body forward. Her silky, cool hair brushed Steve's chest, and she flopped down onto him, lying along his body as their combined juices ran freely from her. Oh, yes, that's what I needed. The sated woman hissed. About ten minutes later, they had dressed and made their way to Steve's front hall. In her right hand, Susie carried the completed rental agreement. In the hallway, Susie gave Steve a coy smile, then with her left hand, shoved him up against the wall. Maybe next time I'll pull you on top of me, or perhaps have you take me from behind. I like that. I might also bring a few of my toys. You won't complain, will you? Um, no, ma'am? Steve smiled. He handed her two unopened toothbrushes and a toothpaste to have as her excuse. I hope you enjoyed your trip to the drugstore. Good boy. I've gotta go. My husband and I are taking my daughter and her friend to dinner. So this is how this is gonna work. Susie explained, looking at Steve. Almost every weekend I'll come and help out my daughter and her friend with groceries and stuff. Sometimes my husband will come too, sometimes just me. Either way, before I make my way up to the girl's apartment, I'll make an excuse to stop off here for a session. Uh, okay, Steve responded. So, on Fridays? On Fridays. The woman nodded. Maybe some weekends I'll sleep over on their sofa if my husband stays at home. On those weekends, keep Sunday afternoons open too. On my way out I may want a session. She smirked. Certainly, milady, I aim to please, Steve told her, playing his little role as her worshipper. Oh, you will, Susie promised. I'll see you next weekend. Sauntering out of Steve's apartment, a small wet trickle sneaked down her thigh as Steve's semen leaked out of her. Geez, he thought. She drained me empty. I'd better rest up for tomorrow. Veronica's mother Sophia has a session with me, 
respectful comments and feedback welcome. I'd appreciate any ideas or themes you'd like to see. Continued in part two.